What is up? Hi. What's going on, guys? We're rolling. How about we're rolling? We're, we forgot about that he, We cut that in later. He, oh, it's just yeah. part of the opening oh, sound now. Shit. <laughs> you just screwed it all up, Junior. Thank Fuck, you. Well. By the way, no cursing within the first five minutes. <laughs> what did I say? Start over. He did said it. it? Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> we got to we bleep that one out. <laughs> Brendan Shaw put... put uh, Told everybody uh, he was YouTube. on Rogan. He was on Rogan telling people uh, YouTube. Uh, can't curse within the five first five minutes of a video, yeah. or you don't get, get the uh, it gets demonetized. And that's uh, the YouTube have. Can you say Spotify in the first five minutes? Yeah. Oh man, what a deal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So welcome back to the Jujitsu Dummies podcast, everybody. Um, you know, it's it's been a while, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while since uh, we've been together. Three months. Well, you and I did the Zoom. We'll yeah, talk about we, that in a little bit. We did a little We Defy thing together, so yeah, we were yeah, able to scare. cough on each other. Yeah, yeah, a little scare too. Yeah, I made sure you didn't touch me, but uh, <laughs> we we did a little uh, a little Zoom for them. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. That was really fun. I had a great time, man. That was that was good. Yeah, that was a great. We uh, uh, we interviewed uh, on Zoom. We interviewed the founders of We Defy. I, I watched that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember the no, last time I was didn't, here. You didn't watch no. it because it's not public. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, the private. I one had after TJ. You yeah, to I had TJ on, but we did a Zoom where we had a bunch of podcast patrons. Yeah. And ambassadors for We Defy. I just remember Come like on. the old Air Force pilot guy that you talked to. TJ. Right. TJ Kreitzer. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. Real podcast. cool dude. Real cool dude. So welcome back again. We're brought to you by the JJD Podcast Consulting. VJD. Nice, That's the first nice. time I'm saying that. I got to say that right. So we're brought True. to you by JJD Podcast Consulting, which is the uh, now like parent company of this podcast and another one that we'll talk about soon. Uh, we're also sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 15% off of your CBD order with code JJD at fightbackcbd.com. And you can check them out at Fightback cbd on instagram and facebook all right so stay tuned to later on in the program everybody we're gonna do some cool giveaways we're always giving stuff away we've got some cool listener questions today as well this is episode 22 this is our first post quarantine who's episode it? who's this guy it's not mauricio yeah i don't know he just we found him outside. Yeah. we're like listen just sit here we Definitely need another Janet. body yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this is so this is Miguel. He's one of our training What's partners. What's up, Miguel? Why don't yeah, you go? Ahead, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Name, rank, serial number. Oh, go ahead, tell tell uh, the people. My name is Miguel. Uh, I'm a white belt under Felipe. Don't and say Sofia it. You say it like it's such a bad. I'm a white it's belt. It's just like a, I don't know. I just started. He's listen, he's a white belt with wrestling experience. So he's one of those. Yeah. So don't be don't, don't get it twisted. He's yeah. a, he's a white belt, but he's pretty tough. One of the tougher white belts that. You know, when you started, it was like, yeah, this guy knows a little something. And then I, we had a conversation about it. Yeah. So I actually, um, like early on in my uh, military career was when they first introduced the like the jujitsu uh, like program, the combatives yeah, what is it program. Called? What is it called? Combatives. Yeah. Yeah. Combatives. Right. So then I actually did my combatives like level one training certification course in, in Sapper School in, okay. uh, in Missouri. Okay. So it was you really interesting. there. Easy uh, with the acronym is there. Oh, okay. Sapper, Sapper, break <laughs> yeah, that down real that's, quick. That's a combat engineer. They there just it's go. just a school where they teach you like um essentially how to tie a bunch of knots and make make <laughs> high, a, level, high level, yeah, stuff. high level stuff. High level Are you uh, sure are you sure you're able to share this? Do we yeah, need security yeah. clearance? Yeah, make ex- <laughs> make explosives and then and then clear out a landing zone and then just survival stuff. It's yeah. it's like ranger school, just uh just compressed. Some say a bit tougher. Because of uh, how short it is and how tough it is, but okay, it was it was a cool course, and they taught they taught us there. It was really nice, yeah, very cool, yeah. But it was really tough to like unlearn the wrestling stuff because you're so used to bellying down, and as soon as you belly down, you expose your back and you just get choked. 
But how do you feel the wrestling's helped you with jujitsu? I mean, good base. Yeah, definitely good base. Um, my sprawl is definitely good. So, uh, like a jujitsu shot. I mean, everybody's getting way better, uh, from what I see. Yeah. Um, but just the ability, it's instinctive for me to sprawl, throw my legs back and then, yeah. And then spin around. But I finally got rid of the habit of bellying out. Okay. Just go to your back. Fight. All right. You got choked enough. Yeah. <laughs> enough right. guillotines. What, what do they say? Repetition is the mother of all the, something. That's it. <laughs> we also, Junior, welcome back. Good to see you, brother. It's been a whole week since we've seen each other. Two weeks? No, when two, did weeks we do the, two weeks. When did we do the Zoom? You, you quarantined yourself, remember? Yeah, I quarantined myself. I actually got sick you last got scare. week. You got a scare. I had to do the COVID test. Negative. And, uh... It's good. No, you know, it's like, do you hope you have it and get through it? Or... Mm. I was sick for two days. So after the two days, I was like, man, I hope I had it. I hope that was it. And I can <laughs> well, just you- be done with this shit. <laughs> You know? Okay. I check every- that box. Let me check that box. Had yeah, it. yeah. So I could just get back to regular life, man. It's so freaking crazy. I, I think there. everybody forgets the fact that your immune system could just fight it off, and then you could just never get it. Well, I That's mean, an but, option. Well, can you fight it? Would you have the antibodies? No, at that point? No, you no? literally fight it off. Like, like that's it. Like you, you just, just never, never catch get, it. Yeah, okay. because it's like it comes in, and then your body does what it's supposed to do, and then you just don't get it. Yeah. Not a scientist, just See, you common sense. If you wouldn't have washed your belt, <laughs> you might. I would have been building up. You might have been building up. Got it. Has yeah. that changed for you? Or maybe you? one day. So wait, wait, let's let's talk about training. Have you been training? Nah, man. Yeah, been like three months because of COVID, or you got an injury. You well, can't because of COVID, because of work. Um, I think I took advantage just to heal up. My yeah. shoulders feel great. My yeah. knees feel great. Yeah, that's good. Okay. How about? I've been training. You've, I heard you moved into the school. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been training. Is it and then, nine days straight? Did you tell me? Before? Yeah, I think it's is nine days straight, oh, and I trained this morning. And then uh, I'm also taking advantage. My family's up north right now. Okay. Uh, my wife, and my kids, and uh, so I just been really getting after it. That's it, man. What else yeah. do you do? It's nothing. I'm so bored when I get home. All I do is like I play with the cat and the dog. And, and you then, talk to them in Portuguese. Yes. <laughs> well, a Portuguese accent. I don't know any Portuguese. <laughs> So so what what's up with the knee? The doctor so it was broken. Look at it, look at it, look at it. Let's see. Bro, get this. Look at this. It works. It was broken. It was broken. You needed an MRI. You know, and an ACL reconstruction, meniscus, and MCL and the worst thing you could possibly do is tell Junior he was right. Yeah. Junior was right. I don't even want to hear that. I'm gonna I'm legit. I went to my doctor and he told me that they I got an MRI. You have an ACL tear. And okay. you have an MCL tear. Okay. Very clear. Very, very clear. Started doing uh, uh, telemed therapy sessions. Okay. And, the, and I'm like, I feel good. I went back to the doctor one time. He's just like, oh, yeah, you, looks like your ACL is, is healed. And I'm like, he said to me, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. You can't tear it and then it's going to heal. Yeah. They got to re- Doesn't regenerate. Long story short. No, MCL he, does, though. It will. Well. If you take care of it. Yeah. Which, for an MCL tear, you have to be off of it, not weight-bearing. You had an ACL and an MCL? You've had both? Yeah. Both tears? Okay. So, he tells me, he's like, the way you're explaining it to me doesn't sound right. You should get a second opinion. So, I asked the therapist, hey, I'm confused. Tear. Then he says, the doctor tells me a sprain in my last visit. And he says, no, it says sprain right here. But he told me it was a tear. He says, no, well, the tear would be this. And I'm like... I'm running around saying I have a tear. Oh my I'm gosh. running around saying I'm not going to be back in the gym Damn for nine people. months. Damn it, people. Yeah. Sorry, Felipe. 
<laughs> Sorry, coach. So, so yeah, I got to take that. Uh, <laughs> take the spell off him. The curse. The curse. I got to take the curse off of him. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm doing the therapy. Mm-hmm. I, I feel pretty good. Actually, I got to keep the brace on. I don't have it on right now. I should keep the brace on because every once in a while I go to bend down to get something. I'm like, oh, yeah. Shit. And it's kind of maybe mess with myself a little bit. So I got to keep the brace on just get, as a reminder to not try to like squat down and get something. But apparently they were just sprains. I'm pretty good. Nice. Probably another month before I can really start exercising. And I think maybe two before I can mm. train. So what you're saying is you're going to be playing guard. In the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to uh, hopefully <clears throat> tomorrow's Father's Day. My birthday's at the end of the month. Nice. I gave my wife a list of things to get me. And one of them was that combat trainer, that big like ball with the little yeah, short little that. arms. <laughs> Right, the little since, like yoga yoga yeah. ball type ever thing. Ever since yeah. you sent that to me, it's like on my feed every single day. Oh like yeah, dude just doing gymnastics around that little yeah, yeah. oompa loompa thing. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like it because number one, it just looks cool. Yeah. Number two, it you I it, it keeps you off the floor, so I'm not gonna have to bend my knee as much. Mm-hmm. I would be a little bit higher and be able to work on passing yeah. and and whatever exercises I figure yeah. out without having to be on the ground, which is where I'm, yeah. I still need some time. So you hopefully might to, you might I, I put it on my list. Lockdown. You might need to give up the lockdown. Yeah, what are you going to do? You might not be able to stretch that. You could buy one of those I, I, one of those balloons that they make animals out of. You could just attach one of it. those to it so um, it has a leg. Circus balloons. I'm not going to lie. I've thought about it. I'm like, is this the end of the lockdown for me? Probably I is. hope not. Is it the end? No, is I it going to? I've been working on an answer nope. for that for months. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get caught in it. <laughs> he walked in today. He walked in and he says, uh, he says, Yo, my my calf healed. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, because you haven't done the lockdown on me in, in three months. So. Yeah, nice. But that, you know, it's, it's a great move. You saw I got to learn the sweep. I've got to learn the sweep that the coach did on me to do to That's do what he did. That's all to he's me. been teaching the last couple of weeks. What he's been throwing out his secrets. I've been honestly the, the surprised. De- the defense or how to do it? Both. No, I, I actually I asked him about the defense, and he gave me that look like. I'm not going to teach yeah, you. I don't, you got to keep something <laughs> secret, right? Like, I was like, so how do you defend it? And he was like, we're talking about the sweep right no, now. No yeah. can defend. <laughs> <laughs> no can defend. <laughs> but yeah, he's been teaching it and just going one okay. way to the other way. And then I, I still have difficulty. I, you know, I get the lockdown really good. I can get a leg over, do the electric chair, the mm-hmm. banana split. Yeah. I, I, I'm not really good at the sweep. I know that I got to be on my side a little bit more. I haven't really perfected that part of it. Mm-hmm. But I can get in the lockdown. I can pull guard and get somebody into it. Been drilling really good. it. Yeah. It's been nice. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be we've tough. Been, we've been taking too much time off. It's going to be tough. Yeah. So, uh, so, so it, are you, is it full contact? Or are you, yeah. Are yeah. We, are we supposed to be doing You wearing a mask? Time? You wearing a mask? No. <laughs> it's always I, the same people. So, I mean, what's the difference? What are, what are the conspiracy. technically this, what are the rules in Florida? Conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, go ahead. So okay. fourteen days quarantine. You? Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying. Right? Okay. Incubation. Fourteen days incubation. Okay. Right? But we've been quarantined for how many months? Three. Yeah. Yeah, but that's so, if you if you get exposed. That's by it, who? like it's by if who? you get exposed. Who? who? And then you, it's you, been three months. You locked yourself in a room by yourself. And you, your wife locked you. Yeah, and you, the wife. She just your wife locked you in the room, kept yeah. you away from yeah. the, from your grandson. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. But think about it. Three months. He would send pictures. He sent pictures of his shorts, his gi top, his feet up, watching like videos. <laughs> so I was gonna do a homage. Uniform. I was gonna what do homage. I was gonna wear rash guard. It's <laughs> a film today. Homage to uh, Danher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have. I should have worn it. There's pictures of that guy at steakhouses where steak costs like eight hundred dollars, and he's like in a rash guard. I, for those two weeks, 
I got more pictures of that that big dude with the with the, oh, with the junk. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That black dude with the, with the big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's his name, man? Yeah, rest in peace, man. Yeah, rest in oh, yeah. yeah, right, right. He, yeah. I, I had to look it up and I found out. Who, his family, they talked his about. family started a, uh, uh, because people were stealing, like not stealing, but, you know, making money off of them. And then somebody like actually like appropriated it, like all the, so they could like give it to his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died. That's what, yeah. Mm. Yeah. A couple years ago, I think. Probably, one of his friends, Bert, is it, was it Bert Kreit? Kreitzer, how do you say his name? Kreitzer? Uh, no, it was Tom Segura. No, Tom, Tom Segura. Segura yeah. He, he yeah. looked into it, found mm-hmm. the family, realized the whole story behind it, that that guy did that, like, modeling yeah. for for money for modeling, his family. He did, like, modeling, right? I'm glad you get your so, news no, I get my news. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, he, he was, you know, I guess family was down and out. He didn't do porn, but he did, like... Just like a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think maybe some like some streams, masturbation. I, no, this, I man, this I is gonna yeah, this, come on. This was not good. This 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 video is getting demonetized. <laughs> Wrong rabbit hole, my friend. He played yeah. he, he took pictures of him playing with himself, apparently, right? So Tom Segura put him on shirts, but then donated the the funds to the family. To the family. So yeah. that was kind of cool. But I've never seen more pictures of that guy. He Junior sent me him as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from from Ghostbusters. He said, "Watching uh, Michael Jordan dunk." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the the Murder Hornet one? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the stinger. Yeah. (laughs) He was inside of a little jewel, (laughs) a piece of glass, a broken piece of glass. I saw one. You sent me something with Hillary Clinton. Him, (laughs) I think Hillary Clinton and and uh, and Bill Clinton with him, like like with their arms around him or something. It somehow morphed into like a Where's Waldo type of situation. Point being, he quarantined himself for fourteen days. Got it. And that's pretty much what he did with some pictures, unsolicited. Yes, but but here's the thing: that was at the beginning. That was March, right? That was March. Yeah, that's a couple when that happened. That's a, but now, if if nobody's been, if everybody's been quarantined for two and a half months, it's just where's it coming from? Yeah, but that's not the case. Not every, like my wife hasn't been quarantined. I've been here. She was essential. She went to work. My my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. she's going to. Mm-hmm. She's a camp counselor. She was. She stayed here for the end of school. She finished school here, but but she was she's still, still she she self quarantined for a few weeks, right? Yeah. But that's the the point is if she goes out and is exposed to somebody, look, my wife's gym, somebody, they just gave an announcement that one of their members went to class, was, was, uh, it was positive, tested positive for COVID. And now what do we do now? She didn't go to the gym today. You You just go back. Easier said than done. I have a coworker, grandmother passed from COVID, passed it to her son, his dad. Uh, So his grandmother passed. Now his dad's in the hospital, serious condition. I just found out yesterday. I was kind of surprised. I called on. Yeah. I said, "Hey, how's your grandmother doing?" So she passed. I'm like, oh, "You don't want to Jesus. take away from the bad of it." Mm-hmm. I think everybody understands the bad of it, but you just at at some point you have to listen to the numbers, and the numbers don't support the action that's being implemented. I disagree. What are we at? 122,000. What's what's the normal flu season loss of life? What, what's the normal uh, deaths f- during the flu season? Do you know that? I don't know. Under 100,000. It's under, I think it's between 40 and 80. And we're at 122, I think, as of today. Three months. Yeah, let's call it from January. From January mm-hmm. to now, you know. Yeah, but it's new. I feel like I'm, t- I'm, I'm not going to de- defend the conspiracy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not going to defend the yeah, conspiracy. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we all have our own opinions, I guess. You know? Look, um, the, night, the night before I found out, so two days ago, 
we're showing the house, which looks like we're going to sell. So we'll have a bigger studio one, nice, either in nice. the new house or That's we'll what move, we're going to move it to a uh, to sell the house, a, a get the facility. studio. Yes. So the night we were showing the house, we stepped out, we went to dinner, and I'm like, "That's it. I'm done with this. Let's just we got to go back to normal. This is fine." Next day, on the news, the spike. I hear about my coworker. I'm like, eh, maybe we should be staying home. You know, so I think it's just an individual decision. Yeah. You know, remember I got the heart condition, so I'm like a little bit like nervous. But at the same time, that. when I got sick, I was one day I'd be like, I just hope I have it and get through this when I when I got tested. And then mm -hmm. half the time I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to clean the house, top to bottom, to show the house. We're not gonna be able to move. You know, do they have it? Does you know, my what, wife and my um, daughter have it? How do they test you? You got a nose swab? The nasal swab. The deep oh, one? man, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Like I felt it in my butt. That's the it's worst. Like she went into here. So my butt started tingling. I was like, Jesus, lady, how far are you going? As soon as she pulled it out, I had to turn and sneeze. It was just like yeah. that tickle in the back. Did you guys, have you have Yeah, you I had, I had the, the nose one as well. Yeah? Yeah. No, I've done plenty you? of them. I've done oh, them to other people. You've done them. Yeah. You've done them. Yeah. But I didn't get swabbed. Yeah. So, so we completely script our introductions for if people are watching for the first time. I'm Milton Campus. I'm a purple belt. I train at Fight Sports Coral Springs. My uh, my co-host here. What's up, I'm Junior? Nice to see you guys. Talk you, to you guys. What are you? Black uh, belt. Green. Black belt. Oh, oh yeah. couple, couple, years. <laughs> couple years. Felipe Sofia. Uh, okay, Amarante. Yeah. We both train. We all train at Cor uh, Fight Sports Coral Springs down here in South Florida. Sure do. Um, let Let's talk about. You know, we got you. We got the logos up from our sponsors and people that are involved with the show on the screen. We've added your company, awesome. SodaCon Solutions, that. right? Yeah, SodaCon. I really feel like any time that I've asked you about what you do, you're always a little like coat, like secret squirrel. <laughs> secret squirrel. No, you no, always try you. to give me like a little like, Move. yeah, I do this, but I do that. What do you do? What do you do under the SodaCon umbrella? And if you could talk about what you do outside of SodaCon, sure. Do you mind? Sure. No, I'll, I'll talk about it. So. From basic to badass, basically, you know, in a nutshell is what it is, right? Okay. Basics, when it comes to emergency medicine, we talk about CPR. That's the basics, right? To badass, you know, teaching individuals how to treat trauma-type scenarios. Okay. Um, either for law enforcement, military, or even a civilian that's interested in that. L let me stop you. Let's take a step back, because, again, sometimes we have people listening for the first time, so unless they listen to past episodes... Just give me your resume, you know, your military background. Why don't we start okay. there real yeah, quick? Yeah, we'll yeah. do the fast version sure. if you like. All right. Yeah, sure. So uh, Marine Corps veteran, 10 years, um, got out, became a paramedic, been doing paramedicine for about 10 years now, give or take, and um, decided to open up my own medical training company about four years ago, four okay. years ago. That along with security has put me in a very uh, precarious position where I can, you know, find great jobs and contract to either United States or overseas and continue to teach medicine and have that skill okay. that a lot of people really don't have. So when you go up to Virginia, when you go up to D.C., mm -hmm. are you going to work? Yeah, I work You're as a contractor, so I'll go up there and teach. And I'll see you on a military base. You'll yeah, we'll we'll get into the Quantico. details. Okay, it's so, it's so you're being hired to come in yeah. and, and train who? Uh, we train DA agents. Okay. Yeah, teach them. Um, we teach them basics, right, from EMT basics. Okay. To advanced medicine, starting IVs, okay. um, doing emergency crikes, tourniquets, bandages, and all nice. that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. The old right. ABCs, huh? Yeah. So now you do everything from, okay, so what you've just spoken about, we've even talked about you doing like um, uh, CPR training. Yeah, CPR. And even like somebody can hire you locally to do yeah, CPR training. Yeah, yeah. How, for You'll travel to do that beyond going to Virginia? I mean, like if somebody wanted to hire you to come out to California, 
What is what does that situation look like? How does somebody approach you or ask you? What well, hey, Junior, depends. I want you yeah. to come out. That all depends. What what are they looking to what are they looking to do? Who are they looking to train? Uh, it's got to be worthwhile. Um, depending on the course, okay. the course can run anywhere from three to five days. If there's role players involved, if there's moulage involved, it just depends what okay. people are looking for. And now the security training that you do, I know that you go travel within Florida to do security training. Is that like a security guard or is that like? No, so I you work know, as a armed yeah. security. Yeah, so ahead, I'm know. also licensed in the state as a security officer, so I I work in that realm as well. Okay, executive protection, residential security. Okay. Yeah. How much can you talk about that? That's um, there's really <laughs> not much to it. You know, um, you're, I've you're doing a job right now. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't mention can, who I'm working for. But, but you um, can mention. Can you talk about what you do? So it's just residential security. So I have an individual who. Um, who wants to have security at his home mm-hmm. and a high profile individual. And we just make sure that whoever comes to the property is welcomed. Mm-hmm. And um, we maintain security for him and his family and guests that are on the property. Okay. And then along with that comes a bunch of other things that we take into consideration uh, being in hurricane season. Now, Hey, where do we, where do we go? If something were to happen, where do we move them? Um, if he travels with his family mm-hmm. advance, where's he going? You know, are we sure that it's safe to wherever he's going? So. Okay, I feel like I'm listening to like a trailer yeah. for a movie. Yeah, it's kind of it's, <laughs> it's it's okay. It's uh, it's okay. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's, 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 it's one. Of, it's, it's like different. one of those only jobs, I guess, where like you hope you don't have to do your job. Yeah, <laughs> you just so go, I, like I hope I don't have to do my job today. So you're doing that job right now. Have you ever had? Have you ever had to use your jujitsu as a security professional? No, you know, <clears throat> I think that it gives me the confidence to know that I can handle myself. And yeah. unlike the, in the security world where, you know, you think of bodyguards as six foot five individuals that are 350 pounds. Hey, I'll tell you, I'm definitely not that. I'm five, six. I weigh 175 on a good day. Right. <laughs> Soaking but, wet with the rolls no, of quarters in your body. With a, with a John Danaher uh, rash guard top <laughs> on and some, yeah. some key pants. Um, but the confidence that it brings and instills into security professionals as well as, well as law enforcement um, I think it, it gives them um, the advantage. Yeah. Right? And I think we've talked about that quite a bit, especially, you know, security. And I tell people all the time, security is 95% boring. The hardest thing that you got to do is try to stay awake, especially stay when you're working at night. Stand around and hurry up and wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, hurry up and it's wait, a, right? lot of, a lot of boring um, time that's spent. 5% of your time is when, hey, the adrenaline kicks in and something does happen and you have to be ready mm-hmm. for that. And I think jujitsu builds that confidence in the individuals. Outside of, um, you know, if, you're, if you've been in the military, yeah. then that confidence gets instilled into you. But for regular individuals, jujitsu, I think, and proficiency you know, with firearms, you know. So current environment, you know, everything that's going on, we don't have to go that far into it. But, you know, I saw this post, the Marietta, could be fake, who knows, but I just saw a post about the Marietta Police Department, Marietta, Georgia. Yeah. The police department is now requiring jujitsu. And a lot of conversations, we've had it and we know it. I call it the quiet confidence. I used to get into a lot of stupid fights when I went out. I mean, I don't go to the clubs anymore, but, you know, when I was younger, we used to go out and try to find a fight. We'd be like, Oof. let's get to a fight tonight. Like, you know, in my 20s, mm-hmm. in my 30s, it would be like going to a club and, you know, just walk. Cause we knew everybody. My roommates were worked for the club and my one of my roommates was engaged to a bartender. So we used to just get to some stupid shit. But, you know. I didn't really know how to fight. I, I mean, I could fight, but I didn't know how to fight. I was right. never trained. Didn't have jujitsu. A little bit of wrestling. Always hit the punching bag on my own, but never trained professionally or with a professional teaching me. So, 
in this current environment, I see posts like, I don't think that people really, really understand. Y- yes, we're a jujitsu podcast. We train jujitsu. But I don't think people really understand the confidence that it gives you. to wa- I could walk into some of those same rooms where I thought I had to puff out my chest and act like a badass. Mm-hmm. Where I'd walk into those rooms and I'd be, I-, I just want to be like the wallpaper. I don't even want anybody to know who I am. And But there's the quiet confidence is, we've all looked around the room and went, yeah, I can kick everybody's ass in this room. I could choke out most of these guys. Like the loud guy in the corner, you'd be like, that guy doesn't even know. You right. know, that, that loud guy, I was loud because I was insecure. I was loud because I wanted to be tough. And as soon as I learned how to train, I mean, the, the humility that comes along with walking into a jujitsu gym or any gym, you know, kickboxing, Muay Thai, you get humbled real quick. And you do not go out to a bar, yeah, a club quick. the same way ever again. Am I wrong? Yeah. You're not wrong. I also, just to add to it and, and to add to, to what you do, I also think if you're like a really experienced uh, person who who's in situations where they have to be a security guard or have to secure a site or have to secure a client, mm-hmm. um, you, you, you learn how to recognize situations and neutralize them before they get to a point where you have to do your job. Yeah. And I think... That also with jujitsu, uh, at least how I feel, it's like I, I could recognize body language. Mm-hmm. You could recognize, like you said, you could see that loud guy in the corner. Yeah. And you could just recognize, instead of saying something, you just know, just let that guy yap. I mean, yeah. he's not hurting anybody. He's just, the louder he's, they talk, the, the, right. the less they know, the, the less they can really take yeah. care of themselves. So you learn to ignore that guy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, anything to get away from a fight, but when a fight happens, don't give an inch. You yeah. know, that type of mindset. So current environment, again, I, I you know, watching or seeing that Marietta, Georgia post, I, I think we're finally headed in the right direction. If if that becomes, I, I is it just jujitsu? Does it need to be jujitsu and kickboxing and different kinds of... The jujitsu has a very special place in law enforcement because it's about de-escalation. Mm-hmm. We talked about it when we had Freddie Freddie Trillo on the episode. Jujitsu is not the the art that is about kicking somebody's ass. We might try to kick each other's ass in the gym. It's two people that know jujitsu, yeah. but if a cop that knows jujitsu is subduing somebody who doesn't, and it's about control, and this whole choke situation, let let's let's talk about it for a second. As far as we jokingly have talked about the neon neck, we were joking about that before all this happened, that that's a move that you used to do on me. You know how to do that move and control it where I would tap and or, you know, try to get out, know how to get out of it. You know, that's two jujitsu players that, that are doing that. But I know that I could subdue somebody. And without getting, you know, I, I almost feel bad getting too far into this, but I could kneel, I could kneel on somebody's neck to hold them down and not hurt them. Well, that's five, six years in. June yeah. will be six years, yeah. or June, June this month was is six years that I've been doing jujitsu. Yeah, I'm confident in saying, I don't want to use the word expert, but I could do that move, hold somebody down. Two people, two other officers could put handcuffs on him without me even hurting him, because I would understand the pressure that's needed, and that's what the cops are missing. So let me explain to you something. I think Miguel can attest to this. And I think I was in the service a little bit before Miguel was, right? So in the early 2000s, well, let me just take a step back. Before 2000, uh, the Marine Corps had what was called the line system. Basically, it was to disable people. Say that again, the line? 
it's called line, L-I-N-E. Line, okay. I, I can't, uh, linear, inline defense, something, or okay. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the purpose of it was to take someone, get them down on the ground, and stomp their face in. There was no mm. alternative. But That's then, a military situation. That was, that was, the, that was the, the defense system that was used prior to the 2000s. Okay. <clears throat> After 2000, they started incorporated, incorporating different martial arts because there was a need, humanitarian need, to use something where you can um, keep people away or disarm them without hurting them, without killing them, right? So that's where Marine Corps martial arts came in. That's where Gracie Mc, combatives. McMap. map. That's okay. where Gracie combatives comes in because mm-hmm. it's it's curtailed specifically to disarm and neutralize an individual, right? Mm-hmm. So is it jujitsu based? Sure, it is. But it has to be specific for what you're using it. It's like, you know, you take jiu-jitsu. You're not going to throw yourself on the ground and do a De La Hiva on somebody, right? Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you have to be able to yeah. stand up, judo throw them, get them down to the ground somehow, and then mm-hmm. know the proper techniques to use on them. Whether it's going to be a Kimura or whether it's going to be a chokehold or whatever the case might be. And the Gracies just did something. I was listening to an article where they, they talked about chokes, both... Um, Air chokes and blood chokes, two different things, right? And how long have chokes been around? And how often do we train with chokes? And nobody hurt, nobody gets hurt, nobody dies, right? Because if you know how to properly apply the technique, then it's good, right? Mm-hmm. But people are so, you know, knee-jerk reaction, okay, we got to pull it. Yeah, yeah I'm not necessarily, I can't, I, you know, from a, a jiu-jitsu practitioner perspective, they should not be pulling chokes. You should learn how to do the choke correctly. And know what to do if somebody, if you do make somebody pass out from a choke, let go. Mm-hmm. How do you like kind of help resuscitate, lifting their legs, different thing. What what should you be doing yeah. post, you know, them passing out? I think that there's, and, and listen, I go back and I say, by no means am I advocating the the use of the neon neck. I'm just saying we do it as jujitsu practitioners. And it's a little bit of a joke because we consider it a dickhead move. Yeah, it's not. You, know? a, you well, do it to people that you know. Like, but if, like yeah, this guy yeah. just comes, if you don't know them, I don't think you do that. It's a good so, neon neon belly or neon chest yeah, too. Junior, <laughs> care, huh? Junior went up to Virginia and, and yeah, taught it to yeah. a bunch of white belts at, at the. I think what is a is high road. It was, high yeah, road high road BJJ. BJJ. Yeah, yeah. one of the there. I think the guys on the board. I think it's a great <laughs> move, And I see Dave, a post yeah. that he's teaching. The post that the guy put out was like, "Thank you, Junior, for teaching us the neon neck." was totally like thanks for teaching that to my guys junior that's the way i had it like why did you teach that to us here's the thing too that you have to understand not only did they have a knee on his neck but there was also a knee on his back yeah so it's preventing his lungs from expanding his rib cage from expanding and his lungs from and that's where nobody's talked about that you you tap that dude was verbally tapping yeah basically and you're absolutely right yeah and he couldn't control the situation i told that to my wife i said restraint he didn't just well again we weren't there but when you look at it, we know that that the the knee on his back hurt just as much because he couldn't get his getting a blood and you know a, really this is right you would consider this a blood choke right Correct. here right mm-hmm. and then he's also not being allowed to breathe his diaphragm is not being allowed his to expand lungs. so it's like if we were doing jujitsu together and I'm doing one or the other I not there's probably not a move where I can do both where I'm holding your diaphragm down and I'm cutting off your neck I mean I could maybe yeah, be if, like in a, well, in a body be, you triangle you could be doing right? the Abu Ghraib you yeah. could be north south <laughs> north south with the, uh, with, the wet yeah. t-shirt. with the wet t-shirt on okay. top right if you yeah. you got weight on somebody and then you're smothering them I'm, I'm coming for you Junior <laughs> 
can't wait, uh, can't wait to that. I heard you. I'm gonna wear something. my T-shirt just to. I heard you probably say I got a a, a, a move <laughs> named after me. He did. He did boast about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I at first I didn't like it, and now I'm kind of like just the association yeah. with what Abu Ghraib was. But uh, you know, kind of. So proud, look, Miguel, proud I Miguel has kids, right? And his kids are in jujitsu, and I think he has his kids in jujitsu, kind of the way a lot of people put their kids in martial arts at a young age for a specific yeah. reason. Right? It is, What's yeah. that reason? Well, first of all, it's uh, insurance for myself, peace of mind, uh, and it's just good for them to be ready. It's a, it's a, it's teaches them discipline. It teaches them to be humbled because not only does it like not only will it help them defend themselves against bullies, but I believe it prevents them from becoming bullies, too. So I don't foresee my son or my daughter, you know, I'm sorry, growing up to be the type of people that would bully somebody because they know what it feels like to get to get jacked up. And I I asked that I asked that because I asked that because that's the introduction I think kids need or adults need. Right at a young age to get them ready to be law enforcement officers, where they expose you to people, they have to have people skills. You have to have confidence in yourself. You have a lot of guys out there that are very young. They go into the into the police force right out of high school, mm-hmm. right? Maybe a year or two out of college. And what life experience do they have? Mm-hmm. Not talking bad about law enforcement, but at the same time, for us to say, hey, they're going to incorporate jujitsu when. When is the training schedule? Yeah. What's the training schedule like? How many hours? So, so two things I want to say. Number one, I think that beyond the skill of jujitsu, what everyone talks about is again the humility. Now, if you go into a situation where you're rolling with people, maybe you're a cop, and you go into a situation where let's just say it, you know, this police department will use Marietta as the example. You have all of these cops. Who, the only thing that binds them together is that they are police officers, but otherwise maybe wouldn't be doing barbecues together on a Sunday afternoon, though they would have never known each other. And you're rolling with these people. I mean, you're going to have people of different colors, ethnic backgrounds, uh, religious backgrounds, and so on. The humility and the brotherhood that you wind up getting, I would say, I was never in the military, similar to what you get in the military where you're meeting people and, and you know, getting very intimate with jujitsu with people that you would have never even talked to Mm -hmm. met ever touched to put your hands on. And now you guys are in the situation where I have to trust that you're not going to bend my arm back. For sure. That you're going to let go when I tap and not give me that extra second or two. The number one, the humility and the ability, the humility, you are not going to be the tough guy. Just like I said, Mm -hmm. once I started training, I stopped being like the tough guy troublemaker. Yeah. Well, doesn't that wouldn't that carry over for anybody? Wouldn't you want a cop that really, really knows what it's like to be choked and to have that neon neck? That's where the humility comes in. He's gonna go, I know what I'm about to do to this guy, and that shit hurts. Right. Let me stop this here. Now I definitely think that there's more to this story. Did these guys know each other? Did he know uh did he know the the victim? Well, I have you know, a good good friend, Ruben Alvarez, right? And we we not only have trained jujitsu together, but we've gone out, we do shooting um courses together. Um, and he recently put up a post on how he trained somebody or he introduced somebody to jujitsu who in turn introduced more people to jujitsu, mm-hmm. right? So that's the goal. Hey, you, you need to be able to spread that. And just like you're saying, the racism doesn't appear on the jujitsu mats, yeah. right? I might not if, like you just because I don't like you. I mean, but I don't it's like not you. A, it's not a racist I, thing. I only right? put up, I put up with you. 
But it's not a racist thing, right? Because <laughs> no. what do we see? Just like you mentioned, right? White, black, yellow, red, guys, girls, yeah. you know, Oof. sexual it, orientation. If, you, not, if not, you walk in with any of those biases, I think they go away pretty quickly. Yeah, they get stomped out of you pretty quick. They, you know, it's like, well, oh. Same you know, thing in the military. Yeah. I mean, you're you're in a plane right next to each other. It's just funny, like you know, this. we don't refer, I'm not sure if they do this in the army, but you, you're not referred to as white or black. You're either light green or dark green. Yeah. You're, you're an NCO. Yeah, you're not. Or you're what, an officer. What, what, explain, explain to me what that so, means. Yeah, it's, you're not a color. You're not a black there, or white color. You're is, either light or dark. You're not there, a skin color. Yeah. You are you're a, light green or dark green, like the uniform colors, right? Okay. That's what you are. There, there is ranksism, though. You know, it's like, oh, he's, <laughs> you can't spell loss without LT. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't know what any of No, it's means. like when, when a brand new officer comes in. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have butter bars? We do. Right, so it's like a brand new lieutenant. So like they're usually fresh out of college, did four years of ROTC in college or whatever, and they so come no in. military experience. Yeah, and but he's they, in charge, they, right? they're, they're also pretty educated, and they they get thrown to the wolves essentially is what it is. Is and they're they're in charge of a ton of people, but they're like a brand new lieutenant. They don't know what it's like to be in the army. So you have you have a, an NCO, which is non commissioned officer, that's been in in the military for a while, and they've already ran a bunch of guys, or they have a bunch of okay. experience, but then they almost come in over you yeah right because they're an officer and and they have a different set of you know skills and responsibilities responsibilities great word thank you and um but they're essentially it's like they're newbies there's newbies you almost you got to train them you do right yeah yeah so you're training your own boss yeah so like that's what i'm saying there's no race there's more of like Oh, this guy's super fresh or super green, or essentially they're the white belt coming in. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, when you think about those officers, those are the guys, those officers, those second lieutenants are the ones that are going to lead you in the future. Yep. So it's got to be the guys that are already there, the experienced guys who have to teach them. This yeah. is the way you do things, right? It's kind of like us on the mat. Hey, this is how you do things. This is the etiquette, and we've talked quite a bit about this. Hey, what's the etiquette when you come to the mat? Hey, make sure you cut your nails. Make sure you're not going to the bathroom without your shoes Wash on. your belt. Make sure you uh, you bow before Wash you come be- on the mat. Wash your belt. Wash your belt if uh, you're scared about catching corona, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got to keep it white. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I think... So, so again, the, uh, my point was, if you have biases, jiu-jitsu is a really good way of... of beating those out of you pretty quickly mm-hmm. you know you become friends and again like the military you guys know like the military you become brothers pretty quickly you are in the same boat you are two white belts let's just say a white guy and a black guy starting the same day who would have never known each other are both about to get their asses kicked by the black belt by the seasoned white belt with wrestling background by the purple belt hey man you're, got, senior, hey, you're like a senior squished. lance corporal yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the senior e3 we're coming up we're coming i know we don't really do a lot of stripes at the gym anymore but mm-hmm. where are you they i recently received two stripes did wow, you man. yeah oh, it, with during the covid before no, after? no it was like after everything officially opened okay oh so you got some stripes yeah i showed nice. up it was All like right. it was like a monday or something yeah yeah they had so, like a little uh i don't know if you know the the, there's a there's a female that comes there, Bobby. She got stripes. Yeah, yeah, but I know uh, so hence the nine day stint, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. They I don't think that. that I'm shit, I gotta you, go I'm back just, tomorrow. I'm going ham just because <laughs> the family's up north and I'm literally bored. Yeah. So where where are you at stripe wise? Two stripes. So those are your first two. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I'm How there. long have you been training now? 
How long? Let's, let's say before the before COVID. Hmm. It's it, has, a year. it hasn't. It's coming up on a year. I don't okay. think it's even been a year yet. Okay. Yeah. So coming up with a year with the two months, let's call it that you didn't train. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was training. Congratulations, at home. man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. It felt good. I felt like a yeah, little kid. Stripes are good, man. Like when he called me up and he put the stripes on my belt, like I blushed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's a good it's like, it, yeah, no, it's I didn't see any it's, pictures or nothing. Nobody said no, it. Yeah. It's the recognition, man. That's yeah. all. We all want that. You just got to keep showing up. It's the star on your on right. your pay, on your spelling test when you're in first <laughs> I grade. I think you know? I would care that much about white electrical tape. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. It is a. It's yeah. a great feeling, man. It it shows progression. You, know? you earned it. Yeah. I know I earned it. Like, I don't feel like I didn't earn those two white stripes because I've been getting smushed for about a year. Yeah. Talking about earn it. Remember, you know, I've, we talked about it a lot in the first few episodes where, you know, when I started, I came in as a blue belt and my first class was like right first couple of classes maybe was right before they broke for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And when I came back, I guess they all went down to Miami where we were all the fight sports was always going down to Miami okay. to do the belt promotions. So all the all the fight sports schools in really South Florida went to Miami and then it was like these huge promotions and you call up your guys. And so when I came mm -hmm. back. They all went to that. I was new, so I, I didn't even get invited to go like watch. I was, it wasn't even like in the loop yet. And I come back, and all the white belt, everybody had a blue belt. There's like no white belts oh, left. No. And I was just like, what the? F okay, <laughs> all right. I didn't know what was going on, but that yeah, that that you know, just getting the 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 first stripe there is. Yeah. Getting my first drive from Felipe was nice. It was. I think I had the same thing. I got two. Yeah. Because I came from. I got my second stripe on my blue belt from my old school before he closed it was like okay here's your stripe Thank we're you. closing <laughs> can you come back tomorrow and help us roll up the mats yeah and then uh then it was it was within like six months i got my my two stripes and so again not only was it a sense of accomplishment but it was like i became part of that family for real right you know it was just like this i was the outsider and then you know yeah something that's that's really new nice. and really weird for me to get used to is that you know, Felipe, when he's when when you're rolling in at the end of the, the training session, he gives out like tips to to people like, no, no, you know, move your head. Or, uh, okay. You know, move your, and he was like talking to me when I was rolling with some kid and uh, I couldn't recognize that he was talking. I'm not used to him talking to me when I'm rolling. Oh, he was coaching you. Yeah. I wasn't used to it at all. And then so, but what, what changed? He just never did that before with you? Not really. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So well, now, you know the key. Aww. The key to that is right. <laughs> no, well, the key. Aww. Here's what you have to pick up on that is that you have to be coachable. Right. You have to be coachable. So if he tells you to do something, you have to have the trust and confidence that right. he's giving you good advice, and you have to react to that. Yeah. If not, then you know whatever you get swept or you get choked or whatever the case might be. But if you make that minor adjustment, and that's where that's where the growth happens, right? Where you right. can pay attention to more than just you and that individual that you're with on the mat. Right. When you can pick something up that's on the other side obviously you know? he sees it oh yeah yeah no i listened to him now but i did that whole time he was telling me to do something with his legs i remember i was like in a almost in a like a modified butterfly guard guy was on the bottom and he, he kept telling me he's like like push the heel in and then grab it with your other foot pass and and i was like he was in butterfly and you were on your knees i was i was on top now i was i was doing almost a folding pass like how Buchecha does, yeah, like yeah. he folds the knees over yeah, yeah. and then and then he posts a hand down and then he either if they let you pass in front, you go up front cross face or, mm -hmm. or you either come around behind. And um, and he was talking to me and I just didn't recognize. It. And at the end of the roll, he was looking at me. I was like, oh, you were talking to me, weren't you? 
I was like, I, I thought he was coaching the other guy who's like a say, brand new say, guy who's say, never say, been there Say it with the Brazilian accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're stupid. <laughs> no, hey, I was I, talking to you. He's like, come time. on. <laughs> I was talking to you. <laughs> hey, guys, let me do a, let me uh, kind of just do a quick shout out. We talked a lot about the military. I think it's probably a good time to to say thank you for We Defy for all their support uh, and all they do for veterans in the jiu-jitsu community. Um, for those of you who don't know who they are, they provide therapeutic relief to disabled combat veterans through jiu-jitsu. You can check them out at We Defy Foundation on Instagram, and you can also donate anytime at WeDefyFoundation.org. Uh, Junior and I, we talked about it before. We did the Zoom meeting with them. We did a roundtable with the with the people. Uh, I'm sorry. We did a roundtable with the founders of the uh, of the organization. So it we didn't we recorded it, but we didn't put it out. To the public, it's going to be something that's going to be a benefit for people who not only donate money, the minimum donation right before we announce one is going to be $5. We also gave out the benefit to our podcast patrons of the show. So uh, if they're supporting our show, we're supporting We Defy, they get invited to those the, those Zooms as well. Um, we're going to be doing another one. I talked to TJ Kreitzer, who handles all of the ambassadors. Awesome. And we're going to be doing another one before the end of July. Okay. So so uh, I, I know who the guest is. I'm not going to announce it because I, I want to let bum, them. Bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> I want to let them let them announce it and do it properly and make sure that we have the you know the 100 buy-in from the from the guest. Uh, but we'll be, it, we'll do another one before the end of July. He is a jujitsu black belt. He's a very well-known name, more of a, a senior black belt, somebody who's been around for. A lot longer than any of us have been doing jiu-jitsu. Again, you'll be able to submit questions and and you know actually be on the Zoom. I'm hoping that we maybe do a little bit more about like like recording it and maybe do some more promotion of it. Yeah, we do like you're able to record the Zoom while you're doing it, so we have that. But I'm thinking about maybe we could record it like we're doing a podcast. Figure out how to do a little bit bigger and better, even if it just goes out to the ambassadors, people that are involved, their competitors, the competitors that they sponsor. We actually put it on YouTube, but it's a private link for only those yeah. people. I think it was for, a good informative piece. I had a, and, and I had a good time, man. Yeah. And and it was the first time. I mean, I learned so much about We Defy itself, you know, things that I didn't know. And, and again, we had the founders who's uh, – uh, one of the founders is a, a multiple amputee, so it was amazing. He even went back. He tells the story about his. He's like, I feel like if I had a few inches off of an amp, uh, or an already amputated leg, he went and got like a few more inches off the leg so that his jujitsu would improve. Wow. I mean, exactly that right. Is, I mean, that's, that's serious right there. Dedication. I mean, just talk about it. But let's not just the, not just the dedication, but what jujitsu did for him. He was willing to. You know, take something off of his leg. So uh, it was amazing, but I, I had a really good time. I mean, you know. No, you know, I, I loved yeah. it. I think, you know, if, if folks out there are interested in WeDefy or veteran type organization that they want to help out, um, hey, look into WeDefy and maybe we can do something for Veterans Day. Yeah. You know, Veterans Day is around the corner. Yeah. And uh, if uh, somebody wants to do a seminar, mm -hmm. I know that mm -hmm. we wouldn't mind going out doing a seminar as a jujitsu dummies. I mean, you're the black belt, so I'll be the dummy. You could, you know, you could do your neon neck or your yeah. cyborg. You do, all credit to yeah, cyborg. Yeah, yeah. Show some of that top pressure, but I think that that would be really awesome. So just reach out to the show. You can get us at Insta. Uh, oh, excuse me, at Jujitsu Dummies, pretty much everywhere, or just Podcasting send me an email. Tactical. Yeah. What else we got? <laughs> all right. So wait, wait. So if you if you do want to set something up or you have a question for the show, you can either comment on our social media or send an email to info at jujitsudummies.com. So now, okay, what were you saying? <laughs> no, so they you can always reach like us, to get ahead of me. They can reach you, us on. Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Podcast 
on Instagram. So, okay. Right. So let, let's talk about a little bit. You guys are probably, you're seeing all the stuff here. So we got Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. That's the podcast. That's the other one. We got Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Tactical, where we're going to be getting into kind of a really bad time to be launching this because we were going to be talking about kind of gun retention and maybe police tactics, military tactics, and then uh, and a lot of a things happen. So I, talk about it. I, I do. I think we, we have to rethink about what, what we're going to talk about yeah. because me being in a getting put in one of those suits and getting attacked by a dog, maybe in a, maybe not the right time to be doing something like that. I don't think I don't feel comfortable talking about it from that angle. Mm -hmm. But I think what we talked about today, talking a little bit more about um, what how to use jujitsu properly in these situations, whether it's military or it's, um, yeah. you know, the, uh, police. Or you can talk about de-escalation. Yeah. Again, yeah. a recognition of a bad situation yeah. and, and and making sure you neutralize it before it, well, it doesn't need to get that far. I really do. You know, a, a big part of it I want to talk about. I'm a new concealed carry guy. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't even I've had a I have two two pistols. I've haven't even shot one of them yet. And I've had it for almost six months. So like going, you know, I've been waiting to once we came up with the idea for Jiu-Jitsu Tactical. Oh, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Tactical. You called it Jiu-Jitsu Tactical in the video you sent me? Did I? The Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Well, we're going to call it JJD Tactical. So we take out the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. I know the logo says it one way, but we're going to call it JJD Tactical. But you went out with uh, with Jessica Aguilar. We uh, did. UFC yeah. veteran. You guys, like things like that. We mm -hmm. want to go show Junior, you know, I, I want to be the dummy in the equation, but him showing and, and, and teaching people what he knows yeah. And whether it's again gun retention in a in a scuffle, it's is not it going to be. Safety? It's not going to be like a jack off, jack off. Whoa, whoa hey, <laughs> whoa. a jackass spinoff. It's not yeah, going to be like you. that, right? It's no fire, fireworks in the butt, nothing crazy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's going to be more of hey, these are other things that make sense. There's a lot of new gun in, owners in out too sure. right now, yeah. and well, how about they have families? So how to properly store your weapon? Yeah. Uh, because you have children in the house mm -hmm. um, and not only how to properly store your weapon because if your bullets are over there and your gun is over there and somebody's breaking into your house yeah it's gonna be a tough fight yeah you could throw your gun at him i guess uh but you know there's a lot of things you could talk about about how to how to be smart we're gonna we're gonna kind of regroup and figure out what exactly we want that message to be yeah but we know it's going to be how to use jujitsu mm -hmm. in certain situations and, you know, the original concept, as it relates to maybe also being a concealed carry, yeah. uh, you know, or, or carrying a concealed weapon. Situational so, awareness, situational yeah. or anything that has to do with protection. Especially in Florida. I mean, for those of you, right. if, uh, you know, this is a concealed carry state. I mean, you can pretty much, yeah. anybody can get a gun down here. Unfortunately, I don't think that everybody <laughs> yeah. should be. I think it should be a little bit more difficult. Uh, I took, I took a, I never touched an actual gun before i was able to purchase my two weapons yeah which is ridiculous i yeah. actually did a class where i was shooting a plastic gun with a little light yeah little laser at a wall yeah and like pointed here and that i mean it's it is absolutely ridiculous i know that the nra has like certain classes mine was like a non-nra right. class but I, I think it's ridiculous but when you're in florida you you know it's kind of like do i want to be the guy Without the weapon in this situation, you know, it's kind of almost forced into it. Son of a police officer. I'm, I'm the son of a cop. Right. Never touched a weapon. My father never taught me how to shoot. Uh, always had weapons in the house. Have a situation where I, uh, my father used to come home and put his gun on top of these encyclopedias on a bookshelf. And one time I went to grab an encyclopedia. The gun hit me on the head. And yeah. I knew not even to touch it. I mean, I was a teenager, too. Don't even touch it. And I was like, Dad, your gun. And he came and he got it. That's just the way I was taught. Don't even look at it. Don't even touch right. it. Yeah. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing in this day and age? Like, 
Should he have taught me how to use it? Very different time. He talked about, about it, you know, respect 30, it, 30, 40 good. years ago. Yeah, just knew, don't ever, don't, yeah. don't touch it, you know? So with that being said, though, you know, touched my first gun with, uh, with my first jiu-jitsu coach. You know, yeah. he took me shooting. He brought all his toys out and shot his AR and shot a shotgun. Yeah. But, uh, you know, being in Florida, craziness with hurricanes, this, like I know yeah. what gun, gun purchases went up it's because of COVID. COVID control. He's got something funny to say. I know that no, face. No, God, no. What are you going to say? Yeah, God, no, God, make your nothing, joke. Nothing. Make your joke. I'll, I'll I know. It's the same thing that I'm I know. thinking. No, I don't think it's no. ridiculous that it's that easy to get a gun. I think it's great that you decided that you wanted to protect your family mm-hmm. and you have the freedom to go get one. Mm-hmm. Now, now you should also have, now that you have that responsibility, you should also study how to properly use mm-hmm. it, right? I think I think the ridiculousness. I agree with you on the ridiculousness, but I think it should be shifted towards when you do purchase a weapon. You should maybe there should be some more um, continuing Good. education, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, uh, but I, I think it, I think it's great that you decided that you needed to protect your family, and hopefully mm-hmm. you never have to use it, which is great. Yeah. So, so that that's can, that's yeah. a lot of what jujitsu or jujitsu dummies tactical JJD tactical is going to be about. You know, you talk about continuing ed. That was another point I wanted to make before. Again, as a son of a police officer, my father was on the New York City Transit Police Department before the department's merged, and then it was just NYPD. Mm-hmm. So that goes back a long time. I can't remember then, and I have friends that are police officers now, and I've never heard them talk about it. There is no continuing education that I know about, not a strong continuing education yeah. program. Or more importantly, a continuing physical education program. You know, uh, down here in Florida, you have to pass certain, you know, physical examinations and, you know, jump over a wall and run on, you know, run a, a mile under a certain amount of time. But after that, I don't know, maybe individual, I could be wrong. Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. But for the most part, there is no continuing physical education where somebody has to stay in shape or be, you know, tested and they can really just let themselves go and, you know, not be able to handle, have to go to the gun before using their physical attributes mm-hmm. to de-escalate. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, which, which bothers me. I don't understand. You know, Jocko was on, you know, we watch, you watch, Rogan, yeah, yeah, right? Jocko was on the other day talking about what, about 20% of his time, or at least he was recommending 20% of a police officer's time should be in training. Yeah. And not just physical training, de-escalation, you know, situational awareness, training, diff- you know, this woman's yelling over here and, you know, there's a, your partner, your, another officer's fighting with this guy over here. How do you handle those situations? If you're not doing that all the time, yeah. just like right now, I feel like I've been out of jujitsu for such a long time. I'm like, what is it going to be like that first time back? It's going to be really strange and weird because yeah. my, my mental game isn't there. I'm not having been in that. And also jujitsu cardio is different. Um, mm. I'll tell you what, I, I, while the gym was closed down, I was still training at home. Like I was doing a ton of cardio and I laid my punching bag on the floor, you know, do passes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I noticed it when we all came back. I mean, a, a bunch of people came back and their cardio was not there. Mm-hmm. And they outranked me and they manhandled me all the time. And it was mm-hmm. just like the jujitsu cardio. It's a different type of cardio. Yeah. I've been running my whole life. It's not the same type of cardio. But for a police officer, he needs to be training yeah. just as much as he's out in the field. I'm saying imagine when, that. Imagine yeah, yeah. like going through all that police officer training and then you're you're out, you're on the beat 
and then you know exactly what to do because you're fresh off of training and then that just like starts diminishing over time. We've all seen that really heavy beer belly cop, you know, get out of the, you know, get out of the car. Like, what the fuck is that guy going to do if that guy starts running? You know, what is he going to do if he does get into a scuffle? So that's part of the things that you see now happening in training, right? So part of the training that I do, it's not only teaching you how to put on a tourniquet, but uh, exercise and do stress, right? So how can Mm -hmm. I stress you out so that you can put it on under conditions where the adrenaline is pumping through your system and now you're fidgety, right? Same thing for for law enforcement, same thing for shooters. It's, It's fine and dandy to go to the range where it's air conditioned and it's lit and you're shooting at a paper target. But, hey, how about we turn the lights down? How about we turn the air off? How about you do 50 burpees and then try to hit this one-inch circle? Okay. So those are the things. You guys do that that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. When we go to the range, the range is the same way. You you have some exercise-induced stress, get your heart rate up, Mm -hmm. run up and down, swing some kettlebells, and, yeah, try to hit the target. So let's go back. You you went to... To shoot with uh, with Jack with Jessica Aguilar. Yeah, we did. We were, about we're we're doing working on a couple of things. She's looking at um, venturing outside of of uh, MMA, mm-hmm. and uh, part of that is getting her weapon certification. So okay, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate the, the the video that you sent. Yeah, over. yeah. That was it really was a cool. quick one, just like a little yeah. intro. See yeah. what um see what we can do with yeah. jujitsu. So you'll be working with her some more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So tell let her know, like you know, we had her on episode. Yeah, whatever it was a while ago, yeah, yeah yeah in the single digits i think um tell her you know let once you guys get get going a little bit let's do the, yeah, yeah, for a, sure, a tactical for sure. set you know a, a jjd tactical video or something let's kind of catch up and maybe we can see her progress and you know yeah, we can, for sure. uh, yeah, it'll help good. us it'll help her give us some exposure and and you know gives us some content for the show for those segments that'd yeah. be cool right yeah, yeah for sure all right cool cool she's got everything going for her women learn faster than men and she's a winner. I, and yeah, I mean, she's got <laughs> she, the, she puts you know, her the mind MMA to it. background. You know, it's yeah. just like she's the perfect. This is the perfect progression for everything she's done in her yeah. life. You know, we talked about. I remember we mentioned yeah, it on the show. To do, she wants to do movies. She wants to do stunt work. She wants to do acting. So, yeah. I mean, so this is this. It's perfect. This right goes rally. Yeah. goes really far for her. Oh, yeah. This takes on so many. Yeah. You know, or uh, kind of attacks a lot of different things that she could potentially be doing. You know, you don't want to be the guy on the movie holding the gun like this. <laughs> no, oh, you're not supposed to do it like that? No, no. no. like that. that. I thought it was like this. You do it sideways. You yeah. do it sideways, right? With the last, you do the last. Yeah. You turn it to the Especially side. Especially if you have two. That's my favorite. And uh, I watch Training Day at least once a year, and I love it when Denzel Get fired up. when Denzel like bangs the cool. guns together. Clacks, man. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> so let, let's talk about so. We are so that logo that you see there, JJD Podcast Consulting. That's us. That is the essentially the parent company or the production company for everything. Jujitsu Dummies, JJD Tactical for the podcast and for the tactical segments. And then we've been working with Jits King. We sponsored their last event. Uh, got very friendly with those guys. And we are going to be doing, I don't think it's the next image, but we're actually going to be producing, JJD Podcast Consulting is going to be producing the Jits King Podcast. So we shoot. There it I is believe, right there. There it is. We're going to be shooting our first podcast, I believe, <laughs> may, as long as everybody's available on July 11th. So we'll get to talk about the last event. Uh, hopefully, Pedro Mourinho, who won the, uh, the, the middleweight, their last tournament. Uh, the 185 tournament that they just did in Gracie Largo. Uh, We're going to have him on. 
he'll be the first guest since he's, you know, their newly crowned 185 king. So we'll have Eduardo, Enrique, and Patrick, who does the announcing. They're going to come down. They're going to shoot in the studio here. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna help them, uh, you know, kind of get their podcast off nice. the ground. So we've we've learned a lot of uh, lessons here, doing what we've done. We've made you know a few mistakes, and we've also you know done a lot of things right. That I think a lot of people who do podcasts, we think they're just gonna you know build it and they will come. It's not the case unless you have a really big name, unless you have somebody you know a superstar. Uh, even those, I mean, I, I I see the numbers, I see the the views on on YouTube, and uh, if you're not doing this properly and getting it out in the right places, it's it's very difficult to get a podcast off the ground. We are just past our first year. This is episode 22. Most podcasts they say don't get past episode 12. Uh, so you know, we did something a little different. We instead of putting out content every single week or a couple times a week, we said let's put out one every two weeks, and you know, again, kind of do it right. You know, add some graphics, do some things differently than other people do. Thank God for Bo behind the camera. He's a, uh, you know, a graphic and a production genius. So uh, hats off to him. But yeah, we're going to be doing this. Uh, there it is again, podcast, uh, the Jits the Kings podcast. And we're going to do some some really cool things. We've uh, we've got some new equipment, so we're going to be shooting differently going forward. Nice. So uh, we'll be able to show their videos and uh, their the actual, uh, the events on screen it'll, it'll be totally different so we've already actually got the new equipment both playing around with it uh figuring out what we need to do but uh we'll have a three camera setup and uh you know wow. we talked about it yeah yeah, yeah it's, awesome, gonna, it's gonna be different we're gonna this is we're gonna take yeah. this uh for bo- both podcasts for both uh, we'll be shooting differently and we'll be able to have guests on they'll be on screen instead of on camera uh, or on uh, on the tv screen so uh it's real cool a lot of new things coming so you know uh thank you to those guys for putting their faith into in, in us and uh I'm excited to, to freaking do it. I mean, it's a it's a whole new evolution of, of what we've been doing here. So, hey, so does Miguel get a speed round or what? Miguel's gonna get a speed round in a little bit. You're getting, you always get, get you, nasty, you gotta bro. go. Get nasty. Do, do, when, when do you gotta go? Can you do you really gotta go? Yeah, man. Do you really gotta go? We're at we're at an hour and five. Yeah. Do you really gotta go? I got like so much. Yeah. I don't know. Do we let you go and I just hang out? With Miguel, or can you do like another half hour? Getting thrown to the wolves. No, do another half hour. It's too nice to take. Do another half hour. My timeline's too too tight yeah. for an hour. Oh Jesus! Or is your butt too tight? Come on, man. listen up. <laughs> Actually, nah. Stay Come on, you. Actually, yeah. <laughs> My hemorrhoids have been flaring yeah. up. No, no, we don't want to go there. So okay, so let's. Uh, all right, so I won't do. We won't talk about some of the other things that I was going to talk about. You really got to go. You playing with me? No, no. I'll, I'll squeeze out, man. I'll squeeze out here in a minute. I just want to stay oh, around for the speed round. Okay. So okay, so let's jump forward to the speed round. Let's let's do that. Do, do, let's do, get do, do. Do, do. let's do the listener questions. Let's be here for the listener questions. So we had and he's holding uh, you hostage. I know. So we got <laughs> <laughs> how pissed are you going to be if I just keep on just keep the camera no, on? I got uh, to drive an hour, man. I got to drive an hour to work. So you just drive a little faster. So okay, so Spooky Vamp from Instagram. His question is: Spooky what's, Vamp. The, <laughs> what's the best advice you have? If you want to start switching up your game and adding new elements or entries, you want to take that? Yeah, as a seasoned white belt, I'd love to take that question. <laughs> Let's go, man. Senior Come white on. belt. Senior white belt. <laughs> Two stripes, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to change up your game, I mean, you just got to go out there and get your hands dirty. That's what I do. Um, I find, and it's just my experience, I find that, that when you roll with the same people, they each have a different story. Mm-hmm. So you roll with them differently. And uh, normally what I do is is I, I try and implement something that I want to do, and then I see how they answer that. And then and then 
it, it usually ends in me losing. <laughs> uh, but but and I you learned it, something. Yeah, I learned something exactly. And then I go home, and then and then I try and look up what they did to me. And mm-hmm. then next time I roll with them, I I know what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And, and, you then, have the answer. and I have the answer to that. And then they they already have something in the bucket to reach down and grab. And then I lose again. <laughs> and then so now it's uh, I could I could honestly roll really conservatively and not get tapped. Okay. Uh, for six minutes with okay. just about you survive. That's good. yeah. I'm I'm surviving yeah. like really consistently at this point. You what the advice that you just gave is I think similar to advice I've given before, which is you can either go with you can go. Leave the gym. I would go on YouTube and mm-hmm. say, I'm good at this. How do I make that better? Right. Or, wow, he keeps on getting me with this. Let me look up this move and learn how to defend. Yeah. You know, it's leaving the mat and going, I need, what do I need to work on? Right. It's picking one thing at a time. That's just the way my mind works. Right. Is once I focus on something, I say, all right, I've got to figure that out. And until I figure that out, I don't like to fill my head with a lot of other junk or to try to... I can't figure out 10 moves or 10 moves that I need to defend or 10 moves that I want to do. Right. It's the North South. I did that. I just did it constantly. People would be like, that's all you got. Is that yeah. all you got? Well, I, that's all I got until you learn how to get out of it. And I'm going to perfect this. And then I went from the North South to the, I can hold the North South. I, I don't know the name of the move, but then I can come on the side of you, throw my leg over your legs. And then I've got the arm here. So I go for the North South. I don't even know the name of the move, but it was the natural progression of the North-South. If somebody mm-hmm. gets their arms in, starts to give me one of these, like Junior learned to do. Yeah. All right, all right. But your arm is on the side of me. I come around the side, lay next to you, right. and I've got your arm here. I've got your elbow. I throw my leg over, yeah. and then I pull that arm up. That was the natural progression, and that was the answer to, I'm always in this position, but I didn't. my first tournament, I was laying on the guy's face. I gave him an Abu Ghraib. I didn't even know I was doing it. Right. I just laid my belly on his face, and then I learned that, wait a minute, oh, slide down. There's a north-south here. Looked up Marcelo Garcia videos or found them, and yeah. then I learned, and I said, oh, look at this. Yeah. And then he teaches you how to go from here to here, and then you know the progression. So, so for me, it's always about, again, finding something that I want to get better at, Right. Love you too. Find the video and then come back to the gym yeah. and then work on that. And then the same thing happened with the lockdown. Coach has those lockdowns. Boy, like, how the hell do I I'm, get out of this? I'm still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so what have you done with it? Like, you're oh, with the, the lockdown? The, doing like, it or defending it? It's my new favorite thing to do because um, I, I, I'm a top guy. I like, I like really to like, I like imposing my will. Um, I'm a bigger guy. So that way it's a little bit easier to impose my will. Plus, I got pretty decent cardio. Um, so getting past people's guards has been pretty tough, but I figure it's a battle of attrition. Like I just keep hammering, keep hammering, keep hammering. They eventually hopefully get more tired than I am. And then I could get past. I normally don't even go for submissions at this point. I just try and get to a position and try and hold it as long as I can. And then just not, not visualize, but almost, almost see, like, see what's available. Okay. Um, it's just when I go for submissions, they slip, but I understand I have to learn, what feels right before I could finish it. So like I'll hold it and I was like, okay, I'm successful at holding this. Let's move on to the next step. So I'll go, Mm -hmm. um, I, I go for a lot of head and arms. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just kind of ride neon belly left and right. Um, and that's essentially what I've been working on. Junior, your advice. What's your best advice if you want to start switching up your game, adding new elements and entries? Um, There's so much that I think that's a loaded question. You know, what belt is he? 
So, but if you had a white belt, okay, so you have a white belt right in front of you. Basics. And it's like, man, what do? Basics. Hey, man, I want to switch up my game. You don't need to switch anything up. Mm-hmm. If you're a white belt, you need to do basics. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to. You're not doing a black hole worm guard, right? Don't <laughs> tell me that. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds don't, like a don't. Thing. Don't tell me <laughs> that, that you want to. That do, is a really good name yeah. for. <laughs> you should work on move. The worm guard is, but inverted black hole worm guard. <laughs> don't tell me you want to do. that I think shit. I know what the worm, the, the black hole is in that. <laughs> yeah, that's the Keenan. The Keenan Keenan yeah. does the worm guard, but yeah. that's like lapel stuff. But that's not. Yeah. You, you know, stay away from that stuff. Yeah. Learn the basics. Okay. Be good at the basics. But Survive. if you do. But if you do want to, then humble yourself and find those individuals that are good at those moves and ask them to teach you. Mm-hmm. Watch tutorials. There was a lot of free stuff going on on um, BJ Fanatics, Judo Fanatics. They were giving away a lot of free content. Dan and her gave away some stuff. Tom DeBlas gave away stuff. So get the tutorials. Get the books, just like you talk about the uh, Jiu-Jitsu, the Jiu-Jitsu University. University. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I, I learned yeah. to do. That's how I learned to do a lot of the... Um, um, Eddie Bravo stuff was reading his book. I think the three of us right here, I know that we're all like that, whether it's you're not afraid to ask a question and I know we're not afraid to answer questions. I actually love when somebody says, how the fuck did you just do that? How do I get out of that? I love teaching somebody what they should do because it makes it harder for me. I have to improve my game because Mm -hmm. now if I'm teaching them or giving them the key to, to how to get out of something, now they're going to come it back forces, harder. It forces gonna, you. And again, and then I was like, evolve. oh, wow, everybody's got the little the little kind of fist in the neck when I do my north-south now. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody figured it out. So what was the next? And then I found something different. Yeah. So so I don't – advice to, to Spooky Vamp is don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask your training partner or the guy that you that's always kicking yeah. your ass – Ask, hey, how'd you do that? Can you show me how to do that? Because I think everybody loves teaching it. Unless you're like Felipe, who... who Hesitant. <laughs> he Hesitant. Has, <laughs> I'm sorry, coach. It, it, he's he's like... He, there's a couple of movies like, yeah, I'm not... Uh, not, not today. N- not today. I'm not going to show you. Exactly and here's, and here's a, I guess, the last piece of advice for that. Go to, the, go to class. Do your warm-ups. Learn a technique. Do your open mat. Stick around. Stick around and drill. Mm-hmm. Drill some more, that specific move that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And while you're in class or while you're drilling, while you're rolling, try to hit that move. Tell yeah. yourself, prepare yourself mentally. Hey, when I go to the gym, this is the move that I'm going to work on. Right. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I specifically, again, sometimes the techniques techniques are not for everybody. Though the techniques get taught to everybody, get shown to everyone, they don't work for everybody. I, I don't do triangles because they don't work for me. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you got to be a really small dude for me to get a triangle because mm. my legs aren't that big, right? Yeah. And if I hit it on you, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I haven't hit a triangle in like about a year. It's been a while. <laughs> so, you know, just to, <laughs> just to rub he's it posting, in just a tiny he's, bit. He's posting the colored triangle emojis on, right? on just, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get off the mat like this. Ah, <laughs> ah. All right, we're going to – oh, because he's got to go. We're going to do one last question and we'll let you go. Uh, so, okay, good afternoon from Colorado. Uh, I'm a 45-year-old blue belt training five or six years. I'm enjoying the podcast, so thanks. Could you guys discuss your opinion on sport versus self-defense jiu-jitsu, as well as gyms and academies who promote quickly versus long-term belt academies, either sandbagging for tournaments or old-school professors? I would just enjoy hearing your panel's opinion, etc. Thank you. What's, Keep it up. What's his name? Uh, Tony B. Loney. Tony Baloney. Tony Baloney. Tony Baloney. Tony Baloney. Even better. Better yeah. than Lonely. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So, so let Junior take that first. Man, that's another, you know, loaded, yeah. loaded question. So I would say 
fast promoting gyms, uh, you know, this is not this is not you know karate, right? This is not. Yeah. Like I think 80s we have to karate. Make, I, I, right? Let me interrupt you for a second. I'm sorry, but we have to make the distinction between: Are you going to a gym that is their jujitsu is based in competition? And are you going to a place that's self-defense? It is two different styles. For sure. It's two mm. different, you know, you, we have people, we, we have people that, that, that do tournaments and we've talked about it here where somebody's like, she's still a blue belt. What the, you know, oh, I have they, some, my, I definitely have something to say about that. So, but different gyms are competition based mm-hmm. and maybe, Hey, look, you're not going to, you're not even going to get a promotion or stripe until you do well in a tournament, yes. win or Very place true. top three, right. and then there's a little bit more the self defense side. You know, so we at fights where our location we're a little bit of a hybrid. We have some people that compete, mm-hmm. and we have more of that competition style of jujitsu. Yeah, and then you know, are we learning Gracie combatives? Not at our location. You know, we're not learning that side of it. Yeah. Uh, although they've done, I know Jason did some stuff with some law enforcement friends of his where they did a little bit more of. The you know self defense or you know the self defense style of jujitsu for law enforcement. Yeah. Right. But book ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, about the the promotions versus competitions. There's a huge difference between a competitive blue belt and a self defense blue belt. Oh, absolutely. A giant difference, and it's it's almost like a self like it governs itself in the tournament circuit. I believe. Yeah. Because because if somebody is sandbagging, great for them the level of blue belt or purple belt or brown belt is so high at a competitive level mm-hmm. that I believe that the she you were talking about is that was a just the the length the length of time and grade is completely just appropriate in, to, yeah, appropriate in terms of her competitive skill. And, and you know what I learned about sandbagging right? specifically though is it's not usually the person. Yeah. I, it's not the the blue belt that sandbagging yeah it's the coach that knows you should you're not a purple belt a competition purple belt yet yeah and if that's sandbagging for that person i was definitely somebody like ah, i got sandbagging well you know jesus he said he yeah. has a purple belt for yeah. five years it's not always him it's his professor his coach doesn't believe that he has what it takes to be a competition purple. Yeah. It, it's definitely different my last my last uh, tournament at Purple Belt, the guy was 26 years old. I was in my 40s, 26 years mm-hmm. old. These guys, it turned out, had trained with him like 10, like when he was 16. So he's yeah. a Purple Belt. He's 26, and he's got his Purple Belt. Mm-hmm. I'm a Purple Belt at five years. It's not the same. It's not. You know, yeah. again, besides that he's half my age, he freaking smashed me. Yeah. You know, I was up against a kid who's been doing this. At, you know, again, he's a he's a Purple Belt. Uh, at at 26, but I don't know when he was training, how how young he started training. Yeah. So right, he's not getting his blue belt maybe till he's 16, but he could have five six years. And I'm not going oh boo hoo hoo. There was I learned the difference. That was one of the reasons, or that's the way that I learned about the the belt system. Yeah, that's not the same purple belt as mine. I've had people say, well, I'll put my belt against any. Sure, do you compete? No. Yeah. Okay, go into that competition. Go into an IBJJF. It's a different world. world. It just is. It's one of the rare sports where you could go to some sort of invitational that's a qualifier for ADCC or something and just be like some Joe Blow and have to roll against Gordon Ryan Mm -hmm. because you weigh 230 pounds and Mm -hmm. you're a black belt. And But, buddy, I mean, if you're not ready, you're going to get yoked up and, Mm -hmm. and 
but it's one of those sports where it's like you can't step on the court with Michael Jordan. So yeah, you, so, so I interrupted you. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I was saying, so, so know what it is that you want to do, right? Yeah. Whether it's sport or self-defense. And then how many days a week are you going to train? If you're telling me you only want to train one day a week, you're not going to get promoted quickly. Right? And, you, and, and you, you learn, shouldn't be doing sports. You just, you don't, don't go do a tournament if you're training once a week. No, no. 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 And, you know, hey, you got to be... You got to be dedicated. I think when I, I got my brown belt probably in a year because mm-hmm. I was on a mat twice a day for yeah. months. So I got my blue belt in six months. I trained yeah. five days a week, sometimes six. Wife was pissed off. She was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And I would open the gym. I teach classes. You know, I was opening, uh, he would open from five to nine. So I would open at five for the kids' classes. And then mm-hmm. as a white belt, I was training the new one. It was a brand new gym. So I was the, you know, yeah. I was the senior guy. But then, I got my belt in one, but, two competitions. Yeah. Like, excuse me, I won a, a gi and a no gi on my first competition. And I got my blue belt the, the month after. But so then conversely. But that was the yeah. difference. I was training like a madman in the beginning. Yeah. That's what it takes. And then on the opposite spectrum, you know, it took me seven years to get my black belt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's. Give yourself training how many days a week on average? Man, it depends. I got. I mean, it definitely went times. down from two got, days, yeah, right? You weren't life you weren't training two days a week. No, I wasn't. Mm. So you know, give yourself timelines: five, you He's know, training, a year, five years, days. ten years. Mm. You know, hey, tell yourself, hey, give yourself ten years to get your black belt. Mm. That's realistic. So for Tony Baloney, though, in order for us, <laughs> in order for us to really give him an answer, the, the answer is you have to figure out where you, what is, why are you chaining jujitsu? You're 45 years old. He says he's a blue belt. So I uh, didn't fine. make that clear before. He's a 45-year-old blue belt. It's probably highly unlikely that at 45 that he's going to be going to high-level competitions. I'm making an assumption. But you make a, a clear choice of what you are looking for. Yeah. To, what are you trying to get out of jiu-jitsu? Are you looking to be, you know, do you want to be the, you know, uh, an, an ADCC champion? Or is it about the camaraderie? The exercise, mm-hmm. the self-defense, being able to defend your family. Why are you in it? And make sure you're going to a gym that's right. teaching you that version of the jiu-jitsu that you want. Yeah, because there's master's divisions, right? At 45, you can mm-hmm. be, you know, you can still compete. You can compete mm-hmm. master's. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, your game is going to be totally different mm-hmm. than a 21-year-old blue belt. Okay. Old jiu-jitsu. So you need to know that. Yeah. Your okay. old man jiu-jitsu, you're going to have to slow your game down. You have to be more detailed and execution of your moves mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have to learn your body weight center of gravity that's really what you know because you and i have rolled miguel we've rolled several times yeah you probably got a couple pounds on me yeah you got Phew. a couple inches couple. of height on me couple. right couple. and it's just a matter of hey it's being able to i i've been trained just a little bit longer so i know how to move my center of gravity to work for me when i'm yeah. competing with you i'm way less i think i've rolled well i've rolled with both of you like throughout my spazziness, my super new and uh, I, what I would like to think is a little bit more controlled. And it's just, like I said, again, to the camaraderie, like you don't purposely go out to hurt somebody. It's like, you got a job, you have a job, mm-hmm. I have a job. Like you, you just give them a little bit of it and then you realize, hey, this isn't going anywhere. And then you move on to the next. So the for, next for, move, so you know? let, let's just go back. Junior, do you need to go? Do you yeah. want to step out? You got to step out? All right, so we'll, we'll let him go. I'm going to talk about for those of you who don't know, Miguel is the guy that should I stop? Do you wanna do you wanna stop? Or he's just gonna climb out. You wanna stop real quick? We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome hey, back to uh, the show. We appreciate you guys for coming back. Traffic at five. Uh, we, uh, Junior had to, to head off to his security job. We talked about that, a little bit about that during the show. Uh, unfortunately, he had to go. Next time, we'll start a little earlier for him. So He actually just disappeared, too. Yeah, poof. He didn't even... So let's, uh, let's get into... Yeah, give me a second, guys. Okay. So let's, uh, let's just do a quick thank you to Flow and Roll. Uh, they've been a huge supporter of the show. You can check them out at flow underscore N, the letter N, underscore roll. So flow and roll on Instagram. They sell really cool jujitsu t-shirts on their website, and you can get 10% off your online order with coupon code JJD. But please check out their Instagram because they do a lot of really good custom stuff or great custom stuff. They can do competition rash guards for your gym or just your rash guards for your period but put your you know your sponsor logos on mm-hmm. they embroider your name on your on your and belt the belts look really cool it's really really I see cool it on Instagram, yeah. call them up they can custom they can do keychains with your gym name on like they could do pretty much anything but go to their Instagram again it's flow underscore n underscore roll on Instagram reach out Sean's really cool again been a big supporter of the show we're working on they're going to actually we're going to have a gi I don't know if we're actually going to sell it online. It might just be for our patrons. Right. So he's working on that for us where he's going to actually put our, our logo onto a Flow and Roll Gi and send it out to our podcast patrons. So, nice. So uh, we love you, Sean. Thank you so much for being a, uh, an incredible supporter of the show. So we're going to do our, our speed round. Again, I keep on saying we probably got to not call it a speed round anymore because these yeah. questions wind up going forever. So let's well, I, uh, let's start. Go ahead. Sorry. Right, I'm just going to say at least one of the questions isn't going to get a uh, sabotage by Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he usually he usually fucks us up with uh, his uh, uh he, he makes you feel bad. <laughs> Junior makes you feel bad for yeah, watching know, the belt. Right? Yeah. So okay, so if you could go back in time I was going to say what's the white question. belt you. I'm so, familiar with okay, the questions. Okay, so if yeah, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself right before you stepped on the mat for the first time, not the white the the White belt, zero stripe. Yeah, you. yeah, gotcha. What would you tell yourself? I would probably tell myself to um, to listen more. Okay. Um, and then also listen to, to who? Um, training partners, everybody. Coach. Yeah, yeah, coach, training partners, uh, myself. Okay. Um, and and really, really, uh, take it. I'm doing it now, but really take advantage of when they teach you that move of the day to try and implement it. Instead of trying to do that thing you watched on YouTube on the car ride over. Yeah. You know, just like, hey, they're teaching you this today. It's like they're focused on teaching you that today. And they're going to they're gonna be looking for it today. Okay. So it gives you a chance to see if it's something that works and plays into your game. Okay. Or works on certain people, you know. So if you're rolling against three, four people at the end of class, then it works on... One do you feel like three. you did that in the beginning though? You'd be like, I'm going to go do this today. No, yeah, like, I, I was, can't even do I was that. watching Marcelo Garcia videos and trying to dummy trip people and <laughs> just trying to do dumb stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, but something that we all do. Yeah. It's like when someone, be, Oh, I did this. And then I, I, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Kind of like we laugh because we're and, like, yeah, we all did that. That's part of the journey. Right. Yeah, we're, right. Gonna, we're probably all going to do that stupid thing. And as corny as it sounds, I, I watch this podcast and uh that's not corny and no the the corny part is coming up <laughs> the, the corny part is i listen to this speed round yeah and i listen to people's answers and i was like well i'm in a position where they wish they could be talking to somebody like me yeah so i'm actually taking the advice yeah. i'm not taking on dresses advice and learning portuguese <laughs> but i'll just learn the accent because it's fun uh but but you know like you said i wish i had taken 
better care of my body, which I'm doing. I'm stretching mm-hmm. after I roll, you know, and then you have people who say, oh, I wish I would have enjoyed the journey. Like I enjoyed uh, to a certain extent getting tapped because it's like I see it coming, but my mm-hmm. I don't know the defense to it. So it's like it's like I see it coming. I know it's going to happen. It's like a shark attack. I just I have no idea yeah. how to get away from it, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. I was like, okay, that's an option. Okay, I know that at one point I might be in a position where I'm doing that. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, that's an option. Now I know to defend for that. It's, so it's like just those little things that you guys say and then things that other people say. And I'm sure I'm guilty like everybody so, else of watching the first 300 things you should learn when you're a white belt. <laughs> you know? So for people that do listen to us and yeah. have been listening to us, you know, throughout the throughout the year, you were the guy that I said. Yeah. Asked me if he could go 100%. 100% you were the guy that said, and by no means was I making fun of you. No, it was funny no, I know you when weren't. you said it. It was exactly what I said it was. It was like, is this guy, what is it? What do you, like, in my mind, what is this guy really asking me? So, for again, if you, if you, if you haven't listened, you, we rolled. Yep. We had a, a really good roll. I think we rolled yeah. really well together. Yeah, we yeah, have we a did. lot of fun. And you said, hey, do you mind if I go 100%? Yeah. And I said to myself, and you had just, we went pretty good and pretty yeah. hard. And I said, this motherfucker, did he just tell I me he took it easy quick. on me? That was a did short you, round. Is, are, you, are you asking because you just were, you, that was your way of telling me that you, hey, listen, old man. No. I just went light on you. I'm going to go harder. Thank you for bringing it up. And then, <laughs> but then we rolled. And what did I tell you after that roll? It was, it was, yeah, it's strength, you know, technique over strength. But actually. what did I, but what did I wind up telling you? Like, I, if I recall correctly, I oh, told I know you exactly like, what you told me. You rolled better. Yeah. When, when you, you were, were the first roll. Exactly. Because the hundred percent was like, Rah! but I wanted to quantify that myself. Okay. And then just thank you for letting me defend myself real quick. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. So the, where that came from in my head was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing what I've been taught to do. Okay. But I wanted to gauge it, uh, and compare it to, okay, what if you just go crazy? Mm-hmm. Right. In terms of just like, just, just use all your strength mm-hmm. with whatever technique comes out of that okay. instead of balancing it. Okay. And it didn't work and it, <laughs> and it still doesn't work. I still yeah. try and muscle out of stuff, man, 10 months. You think I'd be able to like maybe pass flows guard yeah. hasn't happened. I think a you lot know? of people have to understand, like, especially when you're getting started in the beginning, if you're rolling with a higher belt, we're usually going you have the volume. You have the remote. Yeah. And if you turn up the volume, we're going right. to meet you. It matches. And if you try to flow or even again, you cannot be scared to tell your training partner, especially if it's a higher belt. Hey, you mind if we work on this? Right. Hey, how did you do that? Can I start in your guard? Can yep. you start in my guard? I'm really weak here. I want to do that. There's nobody that's going to tell you, what are you doing? What are you? Mm-hmm. No. Fight to the death. Start on your feet. Yeah. Like, okay, let's start on our feet. Hey. Once we start, hey, do you mind? Can I? Um, can you teach me how to do this? Nobody's going to tell you no, and you can't be afraid. If you're afraid to ask your training partners, especially if you get to know them a little bit, I think that you're in the wrong place. You should be able to talk to people. Right. You shouldn't be a jujitsu dummy, a grappling dummy, and get thrown around. And say, man, I always get beat up. You should be able to talk to a partner. And say, listen, I really want to work on this. Can I do this? Can you? Can I start from your side control? Because man, yeah. you always get me from here, or I, you always do the same escape. Show mm-hmm. me how you do that. There is, I've never encountered somebody six years in who says, fuck no, let's roll. Yeah. I want to rip your head off. Yeah. It it never happens. So you can't be scared to do that. 
And you're definitely someone who's vocal and says, hey, yeah. how'd you do that? You know, so. Well, the gym we go to is really, really nice, too. Um, it's not a whole bunch of people trying to get their heads. You know, each other. There's not a bunch of headhunters there. Yeah. Um, and and I've noticed a lot, too. Um, even while I'm rolling, like, they'll even Professor will do it. He'll, like, jiggle a hand out and be like, this is what you're supposed to yeah, grab. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. He'll he'll make a move exactly yeah. yeah yeah so it's like it's really nice that even like in the middle of a roll they see me stuck in a position and they're like mm, right here yeah mm, right there so so that so, goes back to so what you're kind of saying there let's go it goes to the second question and kind of goes back to what we said before so other than achieving the rank of black belt what's your ultimate goal in jujitsu and I stop and ask that question where you're talking because are you just recently said you wanted to start competing or you yeah. wanted to at least compete. I don't know if that means you'll compete forever or you just want to test yourself at this yeah. level. But what are you looking to get out of jiu-jitsu? Do you feel like you want to be that competition guy or do you feel like oh, I'm more of a self-defense guy? I like the camaraderie. Which What what camp do you feel like you fall I mean, in? I'd hate to quote an El Paso commercial, but why not both? I, okay. I think that I do want to compete because it's an option. And, and how old are you? I'm 36 now. Okay. You, you, um, do you still have time? I feel good. Um, I don't have a lot of injuries. I wrestled in high school. I did combatives in the military. I... It's, I don't know, I just got like... You're more like, comfortable than the average person I, I'm not going to be nervous on the mats, I'll tell you okay. that. I think right. it's, um, I'll probably be nervous in the sense of like, oh, I don't know how it's going to be to go against strangers, but I go against strangers all the time because strangers come to our gym all the time, like mm -hmm. on Saturdays yeah. and stuff like that on open mat. And um, I'm sure there'll be some nerves, but I also just like the... It's it's good to go to a place. It's a good hangout. It's a good grown up hangout type of place where mm -hmm. you can go. It's not like a bar or something like that. It's like you go there, you get your exercise in, you get your light, you get like a kind of like your night in order, and mm -hmm. you get to like talk. You get to talk to other human other, beings. You're a father human, of yeah. two small children, exactly. So you get to talk to some other adults. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get to talk to some other adults, and you get to to get your endorphins. So, so again, yeah. so other than achieving the rank of a black belt, now that we know that, what's your ultimate goal in jiu-jitsu? To do it for you, your personal goal. Did that, to get rolled into the grave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he choke you out and then just yeah, throw you in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the goal right. is longevity. That so, is the goal. Next question, what's the craziest jiu-jitsu-related thing that's happened to you on or off the mat? It's been a year since you've been training. Yeah. But even with your combatives in the military, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? To, to me personally, uh, I would say... Uh, just funny stuff is probably like the craziest things. Like you find yourself in like really weird positions where you ha you you don't know what to do, so you just laugh. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it like the equate, like I guess the weirdest thing would just be like the occasional like private part grab. Like that's always like crazy. <laughs> like, and we Whoa. train with we we train with yeah. a group of girls. Yeah, we train I've, with some real, some women, I should say. Yeah, including Janet, who's a, a regular exactly. on, the, on on the show. I've I've been like I said, I'm real new, so I've and I like to. Like, you know, I'm more of a smasher and I grab shoulders a lot when I'm climbing up on legs and sometimes mm. I've missed a shoulder and I've grabbed something else that's shaped <laughs> like a shoulder. And you and know what their advice to us is? Just keep on rolling. Oh, don't do make a big on, deal about it. I don't even say it. anything. Because they don't care. Get after it. If you're if you're not letting go, that's one thing. But if yeah. you hit a boob, it's like just continue on. It's Amen. part of the game. They understand it. They're not offended. They're not gonna no. get mad. And it goes the but, other way too. You know, if you, you make you. a big deal about it, yeah, okay. Yeah. It goes the other way too. I, mm. it's not a big deal. But yeah, that would probably be my craziest thing. I don't think I have enough time in the game to, mm -hmm. to really have a super crazy story. But okay. yeah, no broken limbs, right. no nothing crazy. So biggest weakness. What's the thing that you're working on the most to improve? Um, this is a newer question, so yeah, it's only biggest, been on the last couple of episodes. Biggest weakness for me would have to be when I, when I am on bottom and playing guard, uh, recovering guard. 
because okay. people passing my guard at this point is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, but just recovering and, and just focusing on keeping on moving and just energy management. Okay. Uh, I try, I've been working really hard on, on managing my energy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I know what you do when you're not off the mat or when you're not on the mats, but what do you do when you're not on the mats? I know that, you know, you're always fishing and things like that. Like yeah. what's, the, what's the hobby? Well, what do you do for a living? First of all, you're, a, uh, you're an engineer, right? Uh, I'm not an engineer, uh, like officially, uh, but I am what would be considered, uh, like a field engineer. Okay. And I'm, my official title is I'm an assistant project manager for a water well drilling company. Okay. And, uh, we actually drill all the wells here and rehabilitate all the wells for the water treatment plants. And we also do water treatment plant work, okay. uh, to ensure, you know, clean, clean drinking water for, for municipalities okay. and then also wastewater uh, management okay. as well. Yeah. And then the family, I always see you fishing. Yep. Uh, th- it seems like that's the big thing that, yeah, th- fishing. Is that the love. I, I love fishing. I, I have a bow. I like shooting my bow. Um, one day I'd like to go, you know, hunt a boar and the, the end goal would be, I would love to, to not have to go to a grocery store to buy meat. Okay. Yeah, so that way just have a freezer. Boy, I know when I meet somebody and, who watches a lot of Joe Rogan like yeah, myself. <laughs> you know, I was like that before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know, I just like mm-hmm. doing stuff. I mean, I used to run ultra marathons. I, want, mm-hmm. I actually, there's this one ultra marathon. It's a 100 miler in, in, uh, in North Carolina. It's called the Umstead 100. Okay. I ran it with a really good friend of mine. Um, his name is Tom Sowers. And uh, I remember at mile 70, my hip started hurting really bad and I fell and, and I did not finish that race mm-hmm. and I still have the shirt and I actually think I threw it away, uh, last week. And that was like in 2008, mm-hmm. I ran this race mm-hmm. and I was like, why do I have this shirt? I didn't finish the race. So like one of my new goals is to train to run that hundred miler Get the and, shirt. F- and finish it Been there, got and the shirt. earn the shirt. Yeah. Uh, they give you the shirt after you complete the 50 miler because it's also a 50 mile race. Okay. So, but I got uh, I got injured um, at mile 70 something, and uh, okay, it, it really it's one of those things like I don't know. I'm sure everybody as a as a grown up, you you start reflecting back at things you did, and it's one of those things where I'm just like driving and I'll punch the steering wheel, okay. and I get mad that I didn't yeah. finish. Okay. So I want to I want to finish that. So you have two kids, correct? Your daughter does. You, how old is your daughter? Uh, she's seven now. Man. Seven. She's yeah. been doing jujitsu for how long now? Uh, over a year. Over yeah, a year. Yeah, she outranks me okay. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your son hasn't started jujitsu yet. He's been to a couple but classes. You're getting him ready though, right? Oh, he wants to go. He'll yeah. sit there. He listens. We practice yeah. at home. Like yeah. it's part of our bedtime routine. Yeah. He wants to pass the guard and, and oh, do yeah? arm bars oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Both of them. Have they been? I know you said they're away right now, but have they been? Or has your daughter been training since the quarantine? No. Did she stop at the beginning of the quarantine? Hasn't been back. Now yeah. they're away. So would she be at the camp and at, she, at, if at, she at was the fight here, sports she camp? Been. Yeah. If if she was here right now, she would have been. And maybe when they come back, I will put her in it and Cooper mm-hmm. uh, yeah. as well. And um, but yeah, as soon as as soon as uh, they get back, now that things are in full swing over at yeah. fight sports, they're both going. Yeah, and big shout out. We have probably one of the bigger fight sports facilities yeah we have probably one of the bigger jujitsu facilities period dude great with kids and and they're awesome with kids they have a camp going on right now so if you're looking for a place to put your kids and it's not just jujitsu they do crafts they do nerf wars they do movies movie nights pizza and popcorn the other day you know they do lots of cool stuff it's it's a camp that just happens to also do jujitsu so if you are not 
if you if you're worried about putting your kid in the camp right now, yeah, go check out Fight Sports. And Coral they're really Springs. clean too. They're yeah. taking it super serious. Ask for Felipe. Give them a call. Look look them up online. Give them a call. And they really have a, an incredible program. And I think if you are somebody who wants to get their kids into jujitsu and you don't know if they're gonna like it. This is probably a really good way. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch a movie, do crafts, and then go do jujitsu. Like it's mixed in with right. the. It's the old school. The Grace used to say, "Play jujitsu." Mm-hmm. It's a place where they're gonna get to play first, and then go yeah. and learn jujitsu, which is good. So they're gonna get the discipline of jujitsu, but they're gonna have a lot of fun, meet a lot of of great kids. And those kids are know? great, man. I mean, I'm yeah. there. I'm there when they're there all the time, you know, because my yeah. kids go, and uh, yeah. and it's like, man, those kids are they're good kids. I mean, if you're a parent, you hang around with other people with kids yeah and you see it man like you see the the discipline in those yeah. children and and you know what they get that energy out which yeah. is really good they need to yeah. you know they're little balls of energy all right so our last question you know which one this is oh yeah okay do you or do you not wash your belt and why wash your belt you bunch of nasties <laughs> golly i'm not superstitious that's yeah. why yeah yeah okay guess what you show up every day you work hard every day Love and it. you're going to get better. Love it. Junior. Oh, he's not here. Yeah, Junior. Uh, so I was going to ask Junior if his opinion has changed since COVID, but Probably he's, a, he's, a, he's a little bit of a conspiracy theory guy. I'll smell it when so, it comes back. <laughs> so when he starts rolling. He's, uh, he's just like, ah, just get out there. Lick it. Just get sick already so yeah. you can get through it. So, All right. So, guys, uh, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you for, for doing this, Miguel. We appreciate you. I actually, you know, we when we went to the... To the Substars event mm-hmm. down, was it Substars or was it a Just King? No, it was a Just King's yeah. event. Yeah, it was. A, it was. It, a Jizz it was Jizz King. King. I remember it Mauricio was, on the chair. Yeah, it was yeah. Just King, and we won all. That's the, this is the other guy that won all the other geese. All of the geese, and then <laughs> we won I, five I of five. Yeah. yeah, I kept one. I wear it very I, comfortably. I still have one here. I'm just waiting for somebody to give it to for that. Like that has that size. Yeah. But I gave away. I've given away two to podcast patrons. Mm-hmm. We still have one, but you were the guy that won the other ones. I we still talked wear about mine. It. It's my. So, uh, uh, thank you for doing this. We appreciate you. But we've been talking about Mauricio and I spoke about, you know, who'd be really good to have on the show. We both said Miguel for different reasons. Yeah. He didn't say it because of that event. He said it. He's like, you know, who's funny and he has a great opinion. And and it was you. And I said, you know, after the after the the, the Just King event, I, I had it in the back of my mind because you were just making it. We were hysterical laughing yeah. in the car. You were just making us laugh every five minutes. So I was like, we got to have him on. So, yeah. uh, you know, and that's what, you know, this was conceived. You said something before this whole idea was conceived from me, junior and Mauricio going to have beers at Sicilian oven in, in that place Springs, is great, which that place way. is awesome. Holy smokes. We used to go down there and we just like have a couple of beers, have some wings. And I would almost always leave and go like, number one, I just felt so great, like, you know, talking to these guys who, you know, getting to know them. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, man, I wish we could record that. I had never dreamed of, uh, I wasn't like that big of a Rogan fan that I thought I wanted to do what he does. I would, there was never a plan. My life's plan was never to be a podcaster. Right. It was just like, could we do this? And then when my wife, when I told my wife the idea and she said, oh, there's some people that record a podcast in the office. You should do it there. I was just like, all right, I know marketing. I know Bo who does production. I, c- I know I could do this. Yeah. I talk for a living to begin with in my sales job. I do meetings. I train people. It's like, maybe we could do this and, and have a little bit of fun. And it's, it's you know, yeah. now, it, now it's Look this. Look at you now. Now, now <laughs> it's this. And again, it, it was never anything we wanted to do, but we always knew that we wanted to have you on. And I say all that to say, I'd love for you to be... We have more fun doing the roundtables and having the guests come in than yeah. doing them on Skype. So open invitation. You know, we usually, you know, we could fit four chairs in here. We're selling this place. 
and we're probably going to move into, you know, we're shooting in my home. We're probably going to move to a bigger, uh, we are moving to a bigger house. Hopefully we'll have a little more space. Right. Uh, we might even set it up in a way where I might be able to take over the garage, whatever it may be. Oof. We might have some mats. It's do a the, hard sell. Well, yeah. Wife is totally on board. She's like, take the garage. Nice. I don't need it. So she's like, she she loves, she would prefer, the, you know, save the money, do it in the house than, yeah. than pay for an office. But point being, we'd love to have you on. We'd love for you to, you know, kind of be a regular within our roundtable group. I appreciate so, it. Um, so, you know, we definitely want to see more of you if, if you're down for it. Hopefully you have fun today. I am. This so, has been a blast. Yeah, yeah. this is great. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to do, you know, you, you know the drill. I'm going to do a little housekeeping now. We jumped around a little bit. You know, I usually kind of write a little bit of an outline of what we definitely want to, things mm-hmm. we want to hit on. So I just got to go back. There was a couple of things that, you you know, shout outs that we wanted to do. Um, so number one, this is a little bit weird, uh, maybe for some. So I just did a little spring cleaning because we're moving. Mm-hmm. I have a shitload of geese and I got two boxes of T-shirts and uh, uh, I don't know if I have rash guards in there, but uh, no geese shorts. If there's somebody in South Florida who, number one, could use it or know somebody that could, I've got two decent sized boxes. They're about that big, nice. full of T-shirts that I wear on the show, stuff from the Jujitsu Podcast Store, choke responsibly stuff, uh, sponsor sponsor stuff. Now I'm a I'm an XL. Some of it's XL and double XL, so they won't fit you, Bo. Grande. But if you are I'm um, five ten and a half, five eleven to twenty five to two thirty five at any given point, so I'm all XL and double XL. If you could use the stuff. Or if you know somebody who could, or I've had people say, oh, I ship it down to, you know, South America. To what I don't care what you do with it. I'd really like to give it to somebody who's going to use it rather than drop it off at, you know, one of these donation places, Salvation Army, nice. which is never going to get into the hands of somebody who's does jiu-jitsu. Most of the stuff is jiu-jitsu related or MMA related. Again, nogi pan, nogi shorts, t-shirts. Hit me up. Send me a message on on one of our social media sites or just send me uh, an email at info at jujitsudummies.com. I would love to just drop it off or meet somebody here in the South Florida area and just give it uh, versus having to put it all in a box and ship it because I really don't want to be walking to the post office because everything nice. that's going on. So anyway, so we've got that used gear again. Otherwise, it's just going to wind up in a, uh, you know, in a donation. Got it. Uh, what do you call it? Like uh, Salvation Army or one of these places. Goodwill. Something like that. Oh, Goodwill. Yeah. yeah. Like one of those places. So, okay. With that being said, uh, thank you again to Fightback CBD. You can check them out at fightbackcbd.com and you can use code JJD to get 15% off your order. All right. Check out our podcast store at it's uh, jujitsudummies.shop. You can get 10% off with code JJD as well. We've gone away from that long code that we were giving out with the podcast number. So 10% off JJD. We have ranked rash guards, t-shirts, face shields, backpacks, coffee mugs, and if you order over $50 worth of product, you're going to get free shipping. Now, anybody out there that would like to work with us or sponsor the show, see your logo up on this screen, reach out to us again on social media, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies, pretty much everywhere, or again, you can send an email to info at jujitsudummies.com. You can even, uh, on the on the .com, you can go to our contact page and you could suggest a guest that you want to see or, uh, again, um, ask us a question, submit a question for the show. People that request, anybody that sent us a question that we use on the show today, they're going to win a bottle of CBD and a $25 gift card to the podcast store. So they'll nice. get those two things. We this usually do it a, a, a couple, you've won a couple of times, right? Yeah, Before I, I knew you were Rico the Spoon, right? right. That's your handle on, yeah. on uh, is it also, on, on, on YouTube? So you, I, won, yeah. you won some stuff on YouTube before. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
podcast patrons, thank you for your support. If you want to be part of the show, you get a shout out on an episode or on every episode right now. You also get that invitation to the Zoom uh, roundtables with We Defy. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. You can join for as little as $5 a month. You're basically pledging money every month. You get entered into two drawings every single month of it's about $100 in jujitsu swag. Wow. So I'm usually giving you a choice of do you want a gi, which will be the new flow, flow mm-hmm. and roll gis with our logo on it, or you can opt for a $100 gift card to the podcast store. So we let you basically choose. And that's two drawings every single month. So you're entered into those automatically. You'll get some cool perks like being part of the Zoom meetings. All right. So shout out to current sponsors, Frank House, Liam Berg. Thank you, Liam, for being on the first Zoom. Uh, Excuse me. He's over overseas in Scotland. And Wolseley Rivera up here, they are our newest. Uh, he's down here in actually South Florida or, or up around Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, those are our newest podcast patrons. Uh, Boa Athletics, check them out on Instagram at BOA underscore athletics. Also going to shout out Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Eric Perkins. I think all of these guys, they've won uh, either. Uh, we just awarded the patron winners for March through May. So we had six winners total. These are some of them. Again, they're podcast patrons. So again, Jason Smiley, Eric Perkins, Britt Tover, James Fisher, CJ Carroll, and Mission 22. Thank you guys for your support. Chuck Reddor out in Hawaii and Roberto Santiago, who is newly out of Facebook jail. Uh, He's been posting about (laughs) that a lot. I don't know exactly what happened to him, but uh, welcome back to Facebook, Roberto. You can catch me on uh, at... Uncle Milty BJJ on Instagram, and you can check out our foundation at the JJD Foundation on IG, at the JJ Dummies FDN on Twitter, and you can check out our GoFundMe, which is going to be awarding jujitsu scholarships to uh, either children in need or just a kid that's doing some really spectacular stuff. Nice. We've got a couple of people in mind. We've had a couple of submissions, and we'll talk about that more. We said we were going to do it by the end of June, but COVID still kind of screws us up with a few things. Plus, I want to have the geese done, so probably going to push it back to some point in July. Plus, with the second wave, I'm not sure who's going to be, what Let's school's going to be open. So, you know, it's it's to be determined. So, again, want to thank all of our podcast patrons for your support. If you want to support the show but don't want to become a patron or just do a one-time, uh, the show is one entity. The foundation is its own nonprofit organization it is separate from the show so you can go to gofundme and just search jujitsu dummies you will see our campaign and you can donate really whatever you want and again that money is going to go towards paying for jujitsu for a uh a, a, just a, a cool kid either in need or um you know somebody that's doing some really good things out there in the community so thank you everybody that's all we've got for you today again we appreciate you guys listening uh, let us know if you have any questions. Again, if we use them on the show, you can win some cool stuff. Nice. Thank you, brother. Thank you so I much for having me I appreciate you for doing this. We're going to go watch some some UFC Let's tonight. Let's do it. Yeah, eat we're gonna a big go, steak. We're going to eat a big steak. We're going to drink some beers, and we're going to right. tell some lies. That's right. Big shout out to my brother-in-law. <laughs> He's got the big green egg. It's going to be a great night. Very cool. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you so, so much. Stay safe, please. You know, uh, Be aware of your surroundings and who you're around. But you know, hopefully we get back to life pretty soon. So yeah. take care, guys. Us. Woo! All right, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, bro.